Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where for a change, my friends and I are playing Call Divinity Lost. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario we are playing is called Leave the Whole World Blind. It contains violent and disturbing themes, so be warned. It was written by Matthew Sanderson, who is also our game master. This is a one-shot, but it's going to be a longer than usual. Uh, that being said, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Matthew? Right, thank you very much, Tom. So, we bring the curtain up on the world as it was before before the current situation at the time of recording. So this is December 2019. This is Rolling Hills, an exclusive gated community that's in the south, well, the south side of Los Angeles. It's a very expensive neighborhood. In fact, it has the third highest median house value in the USA. Um, all the houses are painted white. Uh, they have room for keeping horses. And it's a population of just under 2,000. So this, this place reeks money. There are four cars that have made their way into this gated community. Each one, as they pull up, opens the window to, um, to look at the guard on the door. They just, they just nod with a fairly blank expression. The gates part and each car rolls in. And they all start to make their way towards one particular house or estate that's fairly deep into the um, into the rolling hills. You don't see any other sign of life as you drive by. This is after midnight now. So the street lights are on, but the world is sleeping. Or at least it is around here anyway. And you come to this large house, or these four cars come to this large house with this large a semicircular driveway in front of it where there's a couple of other vehicles are parked up here there's some fairly nice cars there's a lexus there's a merc now there's also a large black van that's parked out here as well and there's a lady at the front door who's carrying a clipboard uh with a pen that each person as they emerge from the car will recognize uh, she's a lady by the name of brooke dawson but these four cars, having come their own separate direction, park up and four people, our players, step out. So this is a, a chance for, for you to give a quick description of what your character looks like. Um, none of you, or at least maybe not all of you, know each other yet. So introductions can happen in character, but for the minute we'll just go with, uh, just go with what you look like. So we'll start with Wayne. Um, do we actually have a description on here of us, or just that is completely down to you ah, how you want to uh, okay. how you want to portray yourself? Um, I'm about uh, five foot eleven, uh, uh, dark hair, uh, uh, overgrown facial hair, uh, not very well kempt. Uh, I'm uh, I'm a little disheveled. Um, I've got bags under my eyes, and I, I have that sort of rosiness to my face that tells people that I probably drink a lot. Okay. And going around my screen in the just the order it's it's appeared, I'll go with Layla next. Uh, Layla is average height, looks um, mid thirties. She's 
uh, definitely has that alternative look, shaved sides of her head, long hair on top, dark clothes, dark makeup, um, and she has a very unfriendly air about her, like not a very approachable at all. Nice. And Sarah's up next. Uh, Sarah Hall is uh, mid-30s, slight woman, uh, maybe a bit on the bookish side. Uh, She looks as though, yeah, she looks a bit harried, like she's had a long week and this is one more thing. Uh, And if she's flushed, maybe there's a glass of rosé an hour ago, but it's mostly that she's anxious about what is happening here. Okay. And last but not least, Vanessa. Vanessa Grant, five foot seven, steely gray eyes, military fatigues, and a thousand yard stare, combat boots. Uh, she washed out of the military, dishonorable discharge from the special forces, but we won't get into that. Um, very wiry, very quick, and probably went across the street on the, if you're walking down a dark alley and she's coming up the other way <laughs> right so this uh this very approachable very uh, friendly crew uh, roll up to the house and each get out of their cars and start making their way towards the front door um brooke who says stood there in a business suit looks like she's had a long day too this is maybe that she's even been wearing it for a couple of days uh has got a clipboard uh, tucked under one arm she just gestures for you all to come inside rather than talk outside and leads you into this wonderfully opulent lobby for the uh, for this house there's marble flooring there's a twin staircase that goes up either side of the room up to a balcony um, you can see under the balcony it's an open plan that carries through into this huge living room where there's a tv that's almost the size of a cinema uh, pretty much in uh, on one wall. This place reeks money. Uh, you can also smell, speaking of reeking, that there's also a very heavy disinfectant smell in the air as you come in as you come inside. But she waits for you to all come in and then shuts the door behind you and nods to each one of you in turn quickly and says, "Well, thank you for." Thank you for dropping everything and getting out here so quick. I'm sorry to call you out in the middle of the night, but we're on a we're on a bit of a clock. Uh, we've got a cleanup crew uh, working upstairs and trying to take uh, take care of all the the griminess for you. But we need we need people that have got some brains in their skulls to try and work out what the hell's happened here. Um, to give you a quick overview, uh, we'll get round to introductions in a minute. So I don't think and she pauses and looks again between each other. Don't think any of you have worked together yet. Um, no, I don't know these people. But no, but you all know me and I all know I know all of you. Know so um, this is uh, this is the house of one of our mutual friends, uh, Mr. Ackerman, one of his uh, other associates, uh, the Marchands, uh, Audrey, uh, Audrey Marchand, Martin Marchand, and their two kids, Kobe and Davy. Oh, Martin, she pauses for a second and then says, was uh, one of Maurice's money launderers. 
um, he took care of the of the finance side of uh, of the operation. Well, he's he's upstairs. In fact, they're, they're all upstairs currently. It looks well. Well, I think we we can definitely tell how Martin died. It looks like someone took um, a large uh, marble statue to uh, first to the back of his head and then to his groin, uh, and has gone to town. That he does his his junk is no more. That there is there's just a bloody mess. Um, it looks like we're guessing it's Audrey, but we don't we don't know for sure. Um, put a series of zip ties round uh, Kobe and Davy's throats. And then Kobe tried to put, uh, cut the zip tie with a uh, with a pair of scissors, and then slashed her own throat in the process, and then bled to death. Whereas Kobe uh, Davy suffocated, and Audrey's upstairs in the panic room. Uh, we we were called in by the team um, by the team on the front gates. Morris pays them in case anything goes wrong with some of the folks that live here because they're on the books. Um, the alarm was raised by a neighbour at eight oh five this evening. They heard a scream, but they didn't hear any security car, um, car come to investigate. So she assumed that the alarm hadn't been raised or something had gone wrong. Uh, she called the front gate. They came here. They then called us. We've already had a word with the neighbour. Don't worry about them. They're, they're not going to talk. They've, uh, they understand the situation, shall we say. See, when the team got here, they found the, um, found the bodies where they are. We were called in and we've got... We've got the cleaning crew upstairs taking care of this. As far as anyone else is going to be concerned, by six a.m., this place is an empty house, and nothing oh, ever happened here. Or if if oh, I'm curious why you called us in, you call. I'm a detective, but you want me to go upstairs? They haven't cleaned anything else up yet, have they? I mean, no, evidence is going to be gone. They haven't. They haven't cleaned up everything yet. Uh, the bodies are still up there, so you can, if you can find anything amongst possessions, if you can find anything on uh, potentially on. The computer where Audrey's sat in front of, then give us a clue as to what the hell happened here. Because at the minute we're at a loss. Um, the only things that we're doing at the minute are getting rid of um, fingerprints, getting rid of anything that else that might be incriminating that's not connected with this, and ready and basically willing to go at the drop of a hat as soon as you guys are finished. That's the point when we start getting rid of the blood out of this place. And in what condition is Audrey in the panic room? I think you'd probably best go and see that for yourself. Um, odd is the uh, the best way to describe that. Oh, Brooke, did this home have a security system of any kind? Cameras? Yeah, it's all connected with the panic room, uh, right. which is where Audrey's body is. Right. Fine. Let's let's not dilly dally. Let's get this done and over with. Hey, if you need anything, I'm going to be down here. Um, I'm probably going to be on the phone coordinating. Can, can we smoke in here? Knock yourselves out. God. All right. Under the circumstances, it doesn't matter. And uh, Brooke, um, the intention is not to call the police when things are cleaned up, but just to erase this family completely. Like I said, as far as anyone is concerned, that they were last seen earlier today, and that then at six a.m. this morning, tomorrow morning, they've just gone. Leave it as someone uh -oh. else's problem to solve. Is Audrey and, still alive? No, very much no. Okay. Wait. I thought she was in the panic room. She's not she alive is. in the panic room. 
the, the bodies in the panic room. All right, fine. Uh, well, since the crew was doing fingerprints, was it Audrey that smashed in uh, Martin's bits? Well, she had blood on her hands and she had uh, at least the prints that are left on the on the statue, the statuette. It looks like she was responsible. That's why we're going with it as the working theory is that it was her. And you said that she's the one who zip-tied the kids. Again, we're thinking it's that. There's no, unless it was someone else. That's in the, the hypothesis. That, yeah, but it's it's ninety nine percent. It's going to be gangland related, whatever. Um, so that you all know, I'm I'm Wayne Bannister, and I'm a private detective. Not long ago in the LAPD. Oh, you know about that. How do you know about that? Um, uh, that's not important. Uh, you can just call me Sarah. Um, I think the less we know about each other, they're probably the best. Yeah. yeah All Brooke, right. Brooke nods. Says, "Yeah, I'll, I'll leave you to do introductions if you want to go. If you guys want to share skill sets or work out how to coordinate, what how you're going to go about this, that's down to you. But like I say, I'll, I'll be down here or in the in the living room, probably on the phone if you need right. me. And at that point, she she wanders off. And I go. Up, I'm going to go up the stairs. Okay. Anyone else following, or are you heading in yeah, different I'm, directions? Yeah, I'm going to head to the panic room. Okay, that is also, also upstairs. It seems like that's the first question, since Brooke didn't answer it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to the panic room first. I'm going to the scene of the bloody mess with the husband and the kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, where's Vanessa going? You're muted. Oh, you're, you're muted. Speak up. <laughs> uh, panic room. Okay, so you're all heading pretty much up up the staircase in in fire into or well, not single file, but definitely heading up there as a as a line in a group. Uh, the balcony leads to an arterial staircase, which then goes down each basically each wing of the house, uh, taking a right. Uh, there are a number of doors going off here that seem to go into different bedrooms. There's uh, there's a small gym up here as well. Uh, a lot of it's also clothes storage. Then you get to the end of the corridor and it becomes a T-junction. Um, heading left goes towards uh, whatever it looks to be the one of the crime scenes because there's a um, you can see there's a guy um, stood a little bit further back from uh, from a body that's laying on the ground. He's carrying a flight case. Um, he's got uh, latex gloves uh, on his or like blue latex gloves on his hands. And he's he's waiting around, uh, dressed in plastic overalls. Uh, he kind of just waves waves to you all and says, "Hey, when you've uh, when you finish taking a look at this, let me know, and I'll start getting getting rid of stuff." You got a, a spare set of those gloves that I can use? <laughs> got loads loads of them. How many do you want? Yeah, just toss me one or two. He, he throws just, you. I don't want to touch this shit. Then, lying on the floor, oh. about six foot from him. Um, is a man that's face down on the ground. Looks like he's in, looks like shorts and a t-shirt. So he evidently was uh, relaxing or maybe exercising, but definitely he hadn't been outside. Not in, not in this weather anyway. And he wasn't in bed, so probably not. No. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the back of his head has been caved in by uh, the edge of a little statue, a statue that's about yay tall. Um, okay. that you can see would be quite at home in one of the many alcoves that go down 
um, down the length of the corridor. Each one's got a pedestal, and then there's various statuettes that are upon them that fit, sure. fit the decor. They're, they're all marble. Except this one, the corner of it is very heavily covered in blood, hair, bits of skull, where the back of the head is just this caved-in mass. Sure. And then it looks like there is just this halo of blood that's come out from where uh, from the crotch region, and then the body's been thrown over, so it's facing down. But it looks like yeah, someone's used this statue to repeatedly pound the crotch area until it's like a meat tenderizer that's just gone overkill. Okay. Is the statue there? Yes, it's just uh, it okay. sat um, it sat on the ground again with a nice blood imprint around the bottom of it. Um, looks like a small cherub. I'm kind of kind of figured that if you got hit in the back of the head with this, um, first. I'm assuming first, then there should be kind of a blood pattern of a splatter. If he got hit when he was already on the ground, there should be, a, like you said, a, almost a halo splatter. Um, do I see anything like that? Yep. I want to do uh, any investigate a scene or observe a situation because oh. you've pretty much described what you're looking for. So, ah. no, you, see, you, don't, you don't roll unless you need to. <laughs> so. Okay. But no, you, you, you had an idea in mind as to what happened and the evidence fits. It does indeed look like there is splurts or spray of where he was hit when he was uh, where he was stood up. Then he's hit the ground. Then he's being rolled over. Pound, 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 smack, smack, smack with this statue. And then rolled back over and the statue's been just right. dropped to one side. So the, I, can, I can tell immediately that he was hit in the head. That probably killed him. Mm-hmm. And then his crotch was, this sounds like revenge, like a woman would have done this to him. Maybe somebody he was cheating on with. So that's, that's in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm going to just start looking around for no, other clues. Yeah, I'm sorry, Matt, that stuff we all sort of saw from the T-junction, or that was specific? Okay. Yeah, because you it's in a very wide corridor, so you would all get a chance to see it when you when you get to that corridor. Uh, when you get to that junction. That's to the left. Uh, those of you that are heading to the panic room, that is very evidently to the right. So you can see this as Wayne starts going forward, uh, sort of talking with the guy that's there, um, puts on his gloves and starts having a look around. I think everyone else wanted to go to the panic room, so that leaves Wayne on his own then. Okay. So the panic room itself, the door is quite blatant. Um, it's not like a bank vault style door but it is very evidently a reinforced steel armoured door. Um, You'd think also then likewise the shell of the room will be something similar, uh, even though it's been covered over with uh, wallpaper and paint to make it look a bit more homely. Uh, The door is very slightly ajar, but you can see there are lights on inside. Uh, I'd like to catch some of those gloves too, now that I know what we're in for, and I've seen some gore. Uh, since the fellow seems friendly, uh, and I'm happy to, to go first and, and and push the door open once I'm. I don't bother with the gloves, but I go, Sarah. If his wife killed him, how's she dead? If uh, if if Brooke didn't want to tell us, it's got to be so you know, fucked up. Oh, getting a couple of a uh, couple of pairs of gloves from your uh, friendly neighborhood mobster down the other end of the corridor. Again, not a problem. He, th- he throws you a couple of pairs. 
pushing open the door. You find over to your left, there's a bank of uh, TV screens and evidently what look to be inbuilt computers in here, which control the CCTV network. Um, there are very small discrete cameras that are um, positioned, giving a good wide view over all the corridors that you've seen up here so far and lobby and the outside. Um, they are completely off. So someone someone flicked the switch and turned all that um, turned all that off. But there is a computer which is sat opposite that on the wall to your right. And that's also off, but there's a the first thing that hits you before looking at the detail here is the smell of uh, burnt electrics. So it looks like maybe a power uh, looks like a plug maybe ex exploded because there's definitely that kind of smell in the air. Maybe even a power supply went pop. But sat at a quite large uh, monitor on a single so tower PC unit down by the side of the, uh, a desk up against this wall. That screen is off, but so the lights above it are on. There's a chair, which probably is a good, um, would be a good gaming PC chair. So quite high back, quite wide, um, armrests on it. Something someone could sit down there for a long period on and be quite comfortable. Um, the, the body you presume that sat there is Audrey, because it was mentioned she's up here and she's the only body around here anyway, um, is completely naked. Um, you can hear the very intermittent buzz of what you presume might be a vibrator that's still in place. Uh, there's what looks to be um, if you have a look around the rest of her, uh, almost like a plastic rectangle it implies that there's an anal plug which is still inserted, um, a couple of nipple teasers, and uh, the only other thing apart from, so the obvious, she has marks around her wrists where it looks like maybe she's um, had handcuffs, but they're not here, and a small... Um, about that long, a plastic vial that looks like the kind of thing that someone would put either large um, safety clips in, perhaps, or safety pins in, or maybe an old-fashioned pill bottle. It uh, looks a little bit out of place. Um, there are a few um, pink pills that are dotted around on the floor, which uh, some might recognise as female um, enhancements. But, yeah, she's the body's foaming at the mouth, her eyes are rolled back in her head, and she is very stiff and very, very dead. Well, so I wouldn't have... Go ahead. You said the computer she's sitting in front of does appear to have power. You said there were lights? Uh, there are lights on, this, on the ceiling above her, illuminating her from directly I above. See. But the screen is off. Um, having a look at the plug that's nearby to that, it has indeed burst. You can see there is a scorch mark uh, that goes slightly up the wall. Got it. And yeah, it looks like the power supply to the PC has been fried. Uh, as you're the techie, you're fairly sure the PC itself would be fine. You just basically sure. need to replace the plug. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so I'm, uh, as I said, uh, my name's Sarah and and uh, the disgraced detective's going to figure out who I am anyway. I might as well tell you that I'm a journalist. So you know, neither forensics or uh, or gadgetry is my thing. If if either of you are more specialized, I'm going to sort of just start taking notes in general about this grotesque scene. Oh, oh, sorry, you got 
Oh, no, we hadn't. I haven't introduced myself. I'm Layla, and um, the resident computer expert. So leave the electronics to me. I'll leave the body to you. I'm Vanessa. I'm usually the one that the cleanup crew comes after I leave. So I'm really not sure why I'm here. But and then I start to go and look under drawers, but like I mean, for stuff taped under or behind things. Oh, okay. And if I find any money, I just put it right in my pocket or gold. <laughs> I don't even. Well, you don't find any money, but actually, uh, say, well, well, preempting stuff being hidden in here. Uh, there are a couple of uh, drawers either side of the the desk where this uh, where this PC is being set up, and you do indeed find a packet which is taped under the top of the very first drawer. So you pull the drawer out and then reach in, and then you can pull stuff out from there. And you find a series of letters that have been bundled together in one pack um, that are all from a fairly recognisable mortgage company. And scanning through some of the correspondence, it looks like the property that you're in, uh, going back probably about a couple of weeks, has been remortgaged. I, I would have just tossed them over to Sarah and kept searching. No worries. Yep, there seems to be all the only thing really hidden here is that there's paperwork from the mortgage company that is deliberately hidden and taped up underneath the inside of the drawer. Um, you also find a business card for uh, for a therapist. Uh, Margaret Haywood has an address in Torrance, which isn't too far, uh, too far from here. But otherwise, it's all seemingly mundane stuff that's been left in the in the desk, desk drawers. And who took out the new mortgage? And how much money are we talking? Uh, you're talking the best part of $20 million uh, that was pay, uh, paid for this place. And it's got a series of contacts uh, going through here that seems most of the details that these have been CC'd into, or at least the copies sent to, uh, go to one Laura Irvine, uh, who's an accountant, and says that effectively she will be handling um, the the transaction going forward but then obviously any clearance it seems to be Audrey is the one that instigated this and then is using Laura to take care of all the finer details going forward uh, and there's no banking information there's no Swiss bank account there's something else in Audrey's name it's just that she seems to have instigated this contract to pull out the, the money has not gone to her it's gone to Laura which presumably then it would be passed on or disseminated in some other fashion but yeah it seems like the money is rooted through the accountant and where it's gone from there that's not in the paperwork well this household uh, was uh, already not peaceful uh, before whatever the hell happened here um, I'm going to start taking notes about the condition of the body mm -hmm. yep yeah, uh, now Looking at the body, you can give me an observer situation roll. So this would be your 2d10 and then roll. perception. Uh, I rolled a 3 and a 7 for a total of 10. And I get a bonus. One question. Unless, unless you do take it over to 15. But I think probably with a 10, you won't have enough to push it that high. Uh, yeah, no, the question is, uh, is there any indication 
of any violence toward her rather than being caused by her. We note that there's blood on the corpse, which was associated perhaps with the bludgeoning. Uh, and there's the handcuff marks, which are not necessarily violent. Does she have any contusions, cuts? I mean, she's foaming at the mouth, so I mean, she might have been poisoned, but... Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like she's had a handcuff definitely put onto her fairly, fairly recently, but the handcuffs are missing. And also... Uh, down her front, you can see there is like a residue between uh, between her breasts that looks like mm, well, some kind of liquid or some kind of at least bodily fluid, perhaps. Um, it's almost sort of a pattern as if someone had leant forward and then licked up from breast to up to up to her neck, but it's quite a it's quite a sticky substance. It's still, it's still wet as well. You expect, even if it was saliva, it should have dried by now. But yeah, pretty much anything that I would expect to come out of the body would be dry. She's cold, right? Oh, very. Yeah. It's colorless. Yeah, it's it's clear. It's maybe slightly whitely tinged, be like a, a gel, a very very yeah. almost semi-transparent gel. Uh, well, I want to I want to collect some of that, but not with that. Um, not with the tube that might have had pills in it, so I have to look around for something that... I'll go to the bathroom down the hall if I have to. Yeah, um, there seems to be plenty of them. Yeah, so I'm going to go and get something to collect that. Okay. And Layla and Vanessa, what are you up to in there? I would like to go around and look for another PC in the house, um, probably starting with the kids' rooms. They might have computers and try to find a power plug. But I, I am curious what is inside of the bottle mm -hmm. as well. Okay. Um, the top you find is discarded very close by. Uh, the, the tube itself is empty. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll go and search for a, a power cable. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you, you pass by Wayne as he's looking in the, uh, the corridor, kind of assessing blood spatter on the wall and kind of positioning himself, thinking, yeah, he was probably stood here when he was hit from behind, then went down. And you find the two rooms of the uh, the boy and the girl are side by side. Uh, you're heading into the boys' room or the girls' room first? Oh, boys' room. Okay. Yep. Um, it looks like a fairly standard uh, standard kids' room. Um, lots of football paraphernalia here, so evidently quite a sporty kid. Um, the boy is uh, laying on his back, his hands having fallen on uh, fallen onto his front as he's been trying to clutch at the zip tie that's been pulled very tight round his throat and his face is just blue. And he's sat there with his eyes open, his mouth almost, his, his tongue almost filling his mouth as he's uh, laid there very still and again, very cold and very dead. Um, there is a there is a computer in here and it seems like they've all, all brought from the same make. So you can cannibalize that bit of the, uh, that bit of the equipment and take back the the cable to the computer in the panic room yeah i'm just gonna walk right past the kid i'm not a, i'm not a body person i'm a computer person that's my job that's what i'm gonna do mm -hmm. no problem so yep you can head back there pretty quick and um, vanessa I'm, i was going to go look at the other kids rooms okay so you, you pass later as she's coming uh coming back so yep you as described the kid uh the boy which was uh, the first room. And then the second room, 
little bit more graphic. Um, it looks like uh, Kobe was, uh, she's probably only about seven or eight. You think it's a bit, bit hard to tell the, uh, tell the age after she's covered in so, so much of her own blood. Um, looks like she was uh, an amateur seamstress or at least enjoyed doing some, uh, some sewing. Uh, you can see a sewing kit that's off to one side. Um, looks like some even little stuffed, uh, little stuffed plushy toys that she'd probably made herself. They've, they've got the crudeness of a kid's touch about them. But again, zip tie round the uh, round the throat, which the kid was fairly smart. She decided to go for uh, to go for a pair of scissors out of her um, out of the box. But as she started, maybe as she started to pass out or started to panic, uh, she ended up slicing open her own uh, her own arteries. And then... um, I shake my head and uh, this one kind of bothers me a little and then I just start to tear the room apart. Okay. Not even being nice about it because they're going to torch this place or something tomorrow. So right, You can give me an observer situation roll. The roll plus perception. Uh, 10, 15 plus one is 16. Yeah, you get two questions. What do you want to ask? Uh, I got to ask them from the chart, right? Uh, I always use them as kind of example questions. So if there's anything that's not there that doesn't cover what you say, what you want a specific thing you want to ask about, you can always use those. Was the body brought, the, the they were done in separate rooms. Does it look like she was killed somewhere else and brought in here? It, it looks like uh, someone got very close to the bed. The kid was probably asleep when someone put the put the effect of the noose around their neck and then just pulled the zip tie really, really tight in one swift motion. Now, the other question would be from looking at, I forget the name, uh, assuming the mother was the, the last one alive, would mm -hmm. she have the physical strength to do that with the zip tie, you think so? I given you just okay. given you just seen her, um, her her physique. Okay. All right. No All right. So Layla heads back to the, to the room with the power cable, and yep, it fits. You start plugging it in and booting away. Um, does Wayne want to go and join them? After having looked around in the corridor, or have you got something else in mind? Well, Wayne wants to. Uh, I mean, turn this. It, it's got to be a serious investigation of what's going on. I can see the body and so forth. Um, I think that. I mean, I'm going to check the kids. And I'm going to check the other room as well. But um, I guess I'm going uh, to. I can. Can I roll for investigation? Yeah, sure. Um, investigate is a, is a move. So roll plus reason. Roll plus reason. Where's my reason? Yeah, so I just barely passed with a 10. Okay, so you may ask one question. Uh, potentially comes at a cost. Okay. Um, is there something... It looks like a crime of passion. Is this, is there something more to this? Does it look like 
it does it well, I don't want to say does it not add up? This person killed that person, then killed that person, then killed this and this, or was it mutual going, you know, people killing each other? Gotcha. You think you piece it together fairly, fairly quickly then. Um, it looks like the kids were the first to get hit. And then the father was running towards the kids' room when he maybe uh, when he maybe when he heard the attempts at screaming or the attempts uh, of them trying to free themselves, and then he was hit from behind, and definitely implies, as you you touched on earlier, that it's a woman's touch that this is some kind of crime of passion because the the smashing of the genitals does seem a little out of the ordinary. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Hmm. And, and then the start, girl in the panic room is it's obviously. Yeah, you weird. think that she was she was the one who did it, uh, given that you you spent time looking at the the blood spatter, the angle of which it would have been someone of a particular height to smash the back of the head in. You think it is, and especially with the blood on the fingers, yeah, you think it's Audrey that's done this, and probably murdered her own kids as well. But the the kind of angle of doubt that something doesn't add up comes in when you start having a look around the bed of uh, the master bedroom. Uh, you have a huge bed that greets you when you go in through the, uh, the double doors. Sure. And then there's two annexes or two bathrooms which go off there, along with um, their own dressing rooms. There's not really that much to, to scream or write home about in uh, what looks to be Audrey's uh, walk-in closet. Uh, nothing here is particularly expensive. Um, it's nice, but it's not expensive. And you have a look through what looks to be a large jewellery box, and it's almost completely empty. Um, everything that's left is little more than almost like costume jewellery. It's Again, it's worthless. It seems to be anything of value is gone. Has been pilfered. Um, looking at bloodstains on the ground and so forth, do I get any indication that somebody else was in this room? Somebody leave a funny footprint in the blood? That... No, the, the only footprint you'd find maybe would be partial naked foot, uh, naked foot. And if you, this would be a good point to then bring everyone together in the panic room. You do in feet, yes. uh, in, indeed find a corresponding uh, blood smear on Audrey's foot. On her foot. All right, so I'm, I've rejoined everybody else. Mm -hmm. Looks very... It's almost like it looks like it's been staged to look normal, but there's... She's got no actual valuable jewelry in there. Like she was... I mean, surely living in a place like this, she's got to have some jewelry. Uh, well, uh, Wayne... Uh... Yeah, I think she's socked a lot of stuff away. She had, uh, she's she's taken out a mortgage on this place recently. Oh, uh, so there's definitely a financial motive, except for the fact that she's stone cold. Something. I think there were more. I think there was more than one. I think this family was really. I mean, this poor kids living with these people. Um, the blood on the on Audrey's corpse, it's not just on her hands, right? Um, on the base of her feet, uh, splattered on her toes, mostly her hands and then lower arms. Okay, and, so she, she might have been dressed 
when she committed the crimes and then got naked and Maybe. I'm just gonna is that is that buzzing still happening? It's intermittent, but it's been running for quite some time. Yeah, I mean it's a good thing we got gloves. I'm gonna see if I can stop that buzzing. Okay. Yeah, there's a there's a switch on the on the base which you, you flick and it's, I, it mercifully stops. How did you say that uh, Audrey died? Did she cut her throat, did you say? It looks like she was poisoned uh, or poisoned herself. Uh, and I'm going to, you know, it's time to take up. There's how many pick pills on the floor? Oh, there's probably about five or six. And they're a good fit for the empty bottle? Uh, you'd expect these to come out of like a, a normal mainstream box. This is something you could, be, you could pick up at a pharmacy. Uh -huh. Does it have the chemical? What is it? Yeah, it has a stamp on it. It's a, it's a female in uh, pleasure enhancer. I think they call I it want, the pink pill. I oh. want to check her body for track marks. Ah, she hasn't injected anything. So no, okay. you don't see any of that. What's weird here is motivation. I mean, she's murdered her children, and not. You know, there's lots of cases where people murder their children. They murder their children usually with a gun to the head because it's merciful. They, they, they shoot them in bed. The cat never knows anything. But this, this is insane. This is choking them to death. And there's the crazy ones where they drown in the bathtub, but then there's usually some delusion going on. But I think there's some delusion going on here. I just can't put a sequence of events in order that makes sense. And the sexual fetish stuff. Listen. I wasn't going to say anything because I'm very sure Maurice doesn't want this information widely known, but looking at the way her body was found, um, let's just say I heard a rumor that way before she and Martin got married that she was a sex worker. I don't know if this ties in at all. Maybe it's irrelevant, but... I don't know. I don't know. I mean... I've known some sex workers, and I don't imagine that after giving sex work up for a while that it suddenly just explodes out into you and you jam things up your butt. I'm not saying she did it. I'm saying what if something oh, you from think her revenge. past came well, back to her? I think that that's possible. And and if if she sold her jewelry because she, they're having financial problems, that would seem to indicate that she actually was trying to fix the situation. This doesn't yeah, look but like she's fixing the situation. This this mortgage was hidden, taped behind the desk. That's so weird too. if she was trying to collect money and either take a trip and leave, or she was on junk or crack or heroin and she sold her jewelry, she sold her fur to to satisfy her needs. And by looking at her body, she takes immense amount of stimulation to feel something um, or something was stimulating her externally i'm wondering if they if the if the pills she were taking were adulterated in some way so you know she's got these uh you know she's she she died in a highly uh, aroused situation or an attempt to feel arousal there was some kind of sexual play because she couldn't take handcuffs off herself. We're uh, 
So what if she OD'd on these pills or these pills had, were laced with something, maybe intentionally in an attempt to, to punish Martin for working for Maurice? That's, that, that's also even assuming that these pills actually have an effect. A lot of these things are cheap. Sawdust. She's, she's foaming at the mouth. Yeah. She did die foaming at the mouth. Oh, something's so something happened. had an effect. This is the aftermath of what happened that we're seeing right now. I want to look around, see if there's any evidence that they were doing okay, that they were going to the park with the kids, that they were going to Disneyland and stuff like that. Because I find it hard to believe. I, I've seen worse, but I've, I find it hard to believe that a mother did this to her own kids. Could this be? A, could she have been posed like this post mortem? Well, I mean, or or drug, like you say, she could have been drugged. You know, okay. she could have been hallucinating. You're fairly sure from say as you came upstairs, there's uh, there's a nice little montage on the wall of all uh, like family photos of things as you say like trips to Disneyland, going out uh, across the country. Fairly sure there's the New York skyline in, yeah. in one of them. There's one up, taken up by the Hollywood sign. Um, it seems to be nice, happy smiles, nice, happy, average family. Uh, you can give me a read a person role, almost like a retroactive yeah. thing to see if you can gauge anything from their expressions. And uh, what's the double zero? 20. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I was going to say plus intuition, but you're already over 15 plus, so that's fine. <laughs> so you, you get to ask two questions. Intuition zero anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I guess my doing? questions are... Now, I'm, I'm trying to read these people um i can without without even the role i can read that something very weird was happening here um i want to i want to read i i want to read if her and her husband had a weird fetish kinky lifestyle when their children are were put to bed know mm -hmm. do i find weird costumes in the in the thing do i find you know if, if, if you head back into the um into the bedroom where you've been previously had a look around and you go through some of maybe some of the uh drawers that you hadn't opened previously um you do find a couple of things like uh furry handcuffs um but they look so they haven't been used uh, mm -hmm. you do also find like a, a glass dildo uh, you find you find various things but it's all geared towards her. Yeah. There's nothing on his side that implies anything. Um, that it's, it's all the, the fetishism is all taking part on her side of the relationship. And some of those photos, if you're reading the, the expressions on them, it seems like he is quite or was quite happy a husband, quite a happy husband. He's grinning in virtually all the photos mm -hmm. and it doesn't, doesn't seem to be put on. The kids likewise do seem happy. But she doesn't seem happy. Something in her eyes makes you think that maybe the smile that she's wearing is is put on, that it's false, and that there's maybe a couple of almost like sideways glances where it almost yeah. looks like she resents her husband. You know, there's something odd here. 
I might almost guess, Jesus, that as you say, she was previously possibly a sex worker. She wasn't satisfied with her husband. Maybe she wanted to be have a family. She had a couple of kids, but she wasn't satisfied. That doesn't seem like enough reason to do all of this. But uh, it does connect with the, the, the smashed up genitalia. You know, maybe it's a kind of psychological revenge. We need to find out if she had any kind of mental stuff going on, if she was seeing a therapist or a psychologist or something like that. Layla, given that you uh, had a little bit of backstory on the late Mrs. Audrey, do you think it's possible that Morris uh, arranged this marriage to have a better hold on Martin? That I don't know. Um, I didn't get very far into that particular investigation. I saw what I saw and saw that that wasn't exactly... Um, information people want to have in possession of um i know martin also has a bit of a shady history himself um but well we're all here yeah Lily, exactly. you were you've gotten you've broken into the computer yeah i'm gonna kind of point this out to everyone uh, there's can... a uh there's a this... i'm sorry go ahead this 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 computer is set up to um, open a stream to a webcam, and I like kind of gather everyone around. Okay. Uh, it's outside. I'm I'm assuming Matt, we can like see what the webcam is. So security at cam outside. Well, when it, when I say outside, I mean it's not in the house. It's I to see. and it, it's to an external location. Oh. Um, at the minute, you you're looking around it. Um, for those of you that have got uh, maybe any kind of technology, you're looking at a little shortcut on the. Uh, on the desktop that's a set up to a VPN that you're pretty sure would be the way that someone would access the dark web. So this is someone who's been very covert about what they're doing here. And it's completely um, incongruous to everything else that's set up on this computer that seems to be for average home working use. There's, there's nothing as technical as this on there. And this thing is hidden away in one corner, say the corner of the desktop. Um, no one, you haven't clicked to open it yet. You just know what it does if you were to open it. Okay, I see. I'd like to open it. Okay. In which case, you double click. It goes through uh, what seems to be an encoded boot, uh, basically a boot up uh, process. And then the screen just fills with an image. Uh, you're looking into a room that's probably twice the size of the room you're in now. Uh, evidently from fairly high up. Um, so when I, when I say fairly high up, probably about eight feet, so close to the ceiling. I'm looking down at the rest of the room. Um, there's a large, what looks to be heart-shaped red uh, velvet-covered bed or satin-covered bed um, on the far wall with, a, uh, with red drapes around it. The room itself is completely just shades of red. Um, the carpet is uh, wonderfully plush. You can see that there's a door in the far uh, right-hand corner that then if you come through, you would have the bed immediately in front of you and then turn to the left would be where the camera is on that wall looking down. Uh, there's an array of sex toys which are lined up on the wall. 
Um, there's predominantly whips, chains, but also some what looks to be bladed instruments there as well. This this doesn't look particularly inviting uh, when you start getting seeing the more of the details. But the room is otherwise empty. There's no one there. Does it look like there's any gaps in the toys where like someone's taken one? It looks like they're meticulously put back in particular okay. places. So they're, they're evidently none of them are in, in the process of being used at the minute, and the room is otherwise empty. And this can be recorded, yeah? Uh, if you want to record it, yeah, you, would, you can filter it through another program that's on the computer to basically take it like a live recording of what's on the screen at the time. Well, ladies, do you think that what we're looking at here is a blackmail room? Get some oh. mook in there with a girl and have him do stuff to her and then blackmail him. It's a good idea, but I was thinking if she was already a sex worker at one point in her life, maybe she was still making some money on the side, putting videos out online. Yeah, you wouldn't do it like this. If she was going to do that, she'd just have some guy film her. Yeah. I mean, you'd get better angles that way. This is, well, this is some like blackmail shit. Yeah, like, like those knives and shit. What, what is that? Can well, I, is there anything I can glean from this other than it's a webcam? It's pointing at this room, like locations where it's streaming to, anything like that. Any other places it's streaming to, or something like that. Or if this computer is, then turns around and like sends out those recordings to other people or something. This sounds like you're doing a hacking role. Yes. So role plus reason. Well, you could get somebody like Senator Cross in there, and you could let him murder someone, and then you got you got him. Twenty. Twenty. Nice. Okay, so right right at the top of the chart, uh, you accomplish your task without uh, without a problem. Uh, this is a signal that's been bounced around quite a long way. Um, you're fairly sure that it's still within LA itself, um, somewhere north of you. Um, you you kind of pin it down not to an exact um, address because it's it's more of an area where you uh, where you pin it down to where the where the signal is originating from. You're pretty certain it's up in Santa Clarita. Uh, the the signal uh, the signal itself looks like it's for the the setup looks like it's been in such a way that people as long as they have the address can and can access the feed that you are looking at. So there could be multiple people watching the feed at any one time from anywhere in the world. As long as they've got the address, they, they just type it in and then they get access uh, to this, this exact same feed that you're looking at. Shit. Um, at the minute, though, you are pretty sure that no one else is watching. Hey, Wayne, and do also, you know, um, is there any way we can look in to see if this family owns property in Santa Clarita or something like that? Yeah, we should do that. My guess is that they actually advertise on the dark web mm. when they're going to have a show. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they could be doing snuff shit on the dark web. Right, right. And is they're charging people money to watch. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, that's the question I had. Is there a way to monetize this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we're just looking at it. Like, how do you... We just somebody pays. Via... Charge them to enter the room to watch the video, and watch the live screen stream. And then it and then it changes number for the next show mm -hmm. so that people can't keep viewing. I yep. don't. Happy to say I don't More really know. Unless of course this is a video feed because these people are in charge. 
That's what I was thinking. You see it all the time. These are some sick fucking people. This household is so sad. Um, Layla, uh, what do you do? You think you'll be able to get any of the, uh, of the video feedback up? I don't. If they haven't set it to record only stream, I don't know. Um, I'm Matt, sorry. I meant, the, I meant the home security stuff. I oh, wonder if, sorry. Yes, that's a good. I really want to see what we can learn about what happened here. From yeah, so from... I'd, I'd like to know access to the home security. If there was any video, any like, um, did someone type in the security code to the home in and out access that kind of thing? And if there are any recordings recorded of this room, which I, I doubt there would be, but if there are, or the bedroom, or the kids' rooms, yeah. anything. Well, or the front door, for that matter. Okay, uh, that won't be a, that won't be a role. That's simple. But go ahead, Wayne. I was just going to say, let's also remember. We ain't the police, and we ain't going to call the police, and they're going to clean all this shit up. Um, I'm sure that Maurice probably wants to know some things. He'll want to know if we think that she did this or if we think somebody staged this or what the fuck was going on. But uh, that's as far as we need to go, I think. Well, I think uh, find out all the information you can on the Internet. Sure, sure. You, know, uh, you have a point. Like, Brooke never even told us what our job is here. Find out. Look, Probably look at, Maurice thinks it. somebody killed him. So sure. that's that's what we've got to find out. All right. Yeah, she, I said, wanna... she said explain what's going on here. Right. Oh, okay. I don't want to bring this up and keep this between us for now. But um when I first got out of the military and I got my you know, I was working in LA as private security, um I was brought out to a mansion. And they told me to come fully armed, protect the guests. I heard screams, like screams coming from a room. And I went into the room and uh, they were killing people in, in perverse manners. And anyway, I... I was was I, it a red room? No, it was, they had like these devices set up and they were lowering people anally and vaginally and tearing their bodies apart on it while a crowd of rich people watched and cheered. Were, were like these people there? This woman? I her husband? Don't no. Know, um, it's kind of how I started working for the boss because I unloaded into the room. Where did this happen? It was at a private mansion and it's some club. It's a pr exclusive club. Even where? Here in LA? They rent out places, yeah, in LA. Hmm. Um, that's how I kind of started working for the boss because this group is hunting me down. Now, and, uh, I, this, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, very I, similar. I, I, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm sorry. Um, maybe I'm a bit old school. Maybe I'm a fool. Um, uh, I'm a dude, and you guys are ladies. Is this too much for you? I mean, these people get into some sick shit. I mean, if you've ever looked on the dark web, there are people who pay people to stomp on kittens. It's Not fucking insane. The dark web. Not my first time in the dark web, Wayne. Well, I don't want I to sound sexist or anything, but... I think it's safe to say that none of us are entirely innocent or we wouldn't be here. I don't know. Sometimes I think that uh, the people like Brooke downstairs that... Uh, Maurice get a hold over him. And Brooke's a nice girl. I don't know why she would be involved no, with Maurice. Mm, mm. 
What do you mean? Mm. We all have our secrets. Let's leave it at that, Wayne. It's uh, speaking of being sexist, Wayne. Brooke might be uh, might find it easier to charm you than she does to charm us. Hmm. Brooke's hands are just as dirty as the rest of ours. Yeah, but I would, I would, uh, and you know, you, I, you make a point that uh, that we don't have to learn more than Morris wants, I guess. But I, I would like to know what happened here. I would like to know what drives somebody to. to yeah, I'm not. Children. I'm not. I'm not fully convinced that the mom just popped one one day and decided to murder her children and you know maybe if they were running this you know sex whatever is it possible for one of those sick fucks that are watching a video to track the ip address and come here like if you know the source I don't know, but Vanessa. I mean, uh, Layla, that's pretty... I don't know anything about the internet, but don't they like jump from country to country to country to yes, country? Yes, the point of the VPN is that you can't tell where it came from. Exactly. Maintains <sighs> um, security. Of course, they could have been doing this for years, and maybe the technology was less secure 10 years ago. I don't know, but... And then I pull out my nine millimeter and I click it, make sure, and I put it back and I go, but if we find them, I'll take care of them. Okay. Uh, you know, I the, the, um, I, 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 uh, Leila, holler if you, if you get anything from the, uh, security cameras because i'm really curious but i'm going to take a look around the house and see if there's something i'm tired of being in this room with this yeah, dead yeah. woman actually i wanted to look for any cell phones were there any cell phones lying around yeah there probably would be um see, if see you, she's got a boyfriend exactly. if you go downstairs um there's uh, kind of a dish by the front uh, not by the front door but a little way off to one side where it looks like they put the mail down there. Um, there's keys put there for the cars and also a couple of cell phones, which are, uh, which are put there as well. Uh, there's his and hers. Uh, they are both locked though. You do have to enter a pass, um, a passcode uh, to get in there. Oh, is there have a thumbprint recognition? I'll just go up and uh, use their thumb. Yep, in which case, after yeah, a couple of... It's not that one bloody smear on the phone. Is it this one? Yeah, there we go. Um, you open up Audrey's phone, and it looks like a standard smartphone. Um, looks like she played a lot of uh, Scrabble online with uh, with people, so stuff to pass, uh, pass the time. But other than that, there's nothing that really seems particularly incriminating at all. Um, about the same time, um, Layla's going, I was trying to type this out uh, as people were talking, but I'm not that quick a typist. Um, you do indeed notice that there does seem to be a, a trigger event that seems to have sparked whatever, whatever happened here. That if you wind right the way back to the beginning of the day, 
um, you get normal wake up activity and you get a, uh, a moment where Audrey goes out for the day. And while she's out, um, there's a delivery and it's just a small padded envelope um, that comes through the door, but it's evidently bulging in the middle. And it was just put on the side table where those keys and that um, where those phones were. She comes back later in the day. It seems like no either people have forgotten about the envelope or that they've uh, or that she's just missed it entirely. But eventually, it looks like the husband's uh, told her, "Oh yeah, there's something by the by the front door for you." Uh, she goes to um, to get it, takes it into the kitchen, tears it open. And stares at the contents for a moment and pulls out that brown vial uh, with the with the plastic top. Uh, at that point, she just she is grinning from ear to ear. Um, she drops the remaining they've got the packaging in the um, in the trash in the kitchen, goes upstairs, and that's when she turns off the CCTV. Right, I'm going to um, Wayne. I'm going to relay all of this to Wayne. Look, she, that pill, that bottle she had, she received that as a package this morning. Do we have uh, some of the uh, samples? Uh, the, I, all I know is the packaging's in the trash in the kitchen. All right. But she was overjoyed to receive this thing and then turned off all the CCTV in the house. And then murdered her family. Do we have a sample of those pills? You said they were pink. I. Uh, Sarah, you, you were looking at the pills, but you did you say you didn't think they fit the bottle? No, I, I yeah, I think there's a, I think there are a couple still on the floor in the in the um, safe room. They're not very safe room. There I'll anything, go yeah, is there like a label stamped on them, like um, some kind of name or something? Yeah, it's um, a, they, they are indeed the the pink pill that they are oh. uh, easily obtainable over the over the pharmacy counter. Right. right. So I'm going to collect the bottle and a couple of the pills I'll put them in the bottle and then I'm going to go downstairs and uh, I'm going to uh, take the cigarette out of my beard <laughs> and uh, collect the package if I can find it okay. and maybe have a word with Brooke yeah I mean, she's she's downstairs so you go down there you can find it so it's the last thing well in fact the second to last yeah second to last thing that was uh, put in there because the other thing that you find on top of the remains of the packaging is an empty bo uh, box of the pink pill. Okay. So you find where all of the pills have been popped out of the uh, plastic tray, and that's been dropped in after the envelope had been torn open. Uh, the envelope has no packing slip. Um, it doesn't have anything else inside that it um, implies uh, that there was anything else in there. Yeah. Um, it's being torn open quite haphazardly, but the address on the front has been written in this almost immaculate copper plate handwriting. So very cursive, very, very delicate, very, it, it looks feminine. And there's this smell of what you could smell as almost like roses that comes from the interior of the package as well. Was it a box or a? No, just uh, one of those padded envelopes. Padded envelopes. It's been torn, torn open, and could easily have fit that bottle, that that vial in there. Mm. But no return address, no Amazon Post label. It would have to have a postmark, though. That's got a postmark. Yeah, where's the postmark? Santa Clarita. Mm. 
All right. Yeah, so Brooke is, uh, Brooke is findable if you wanted to uh, grab her for a few moments. Yeah. As, as long as nobody else is around. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she does also look around when you if you uh, go to find her, so she makes sure that you're alone. And the first thing that she does when she realises it's just you is she, uh, she goes in quick and uh, gives you a quite passionate kiss. So, uh, did you did you look at this shit upstairs? Yeah, she you, she nods. Did you know these people at all? Well, I yeah, I knew I knew them all. I've been around the I've been around the house for like the kids' birthdays, uh, like anniversary parties that they they held. Did it's, did did she ever indicate to you that she wasn't happy? God no. No, as far as I was concerned, it was it was all fine in um, fine in the Marchand household. Do you know whether she was? I'm going to ask some questions here. You know, do you know if she previously was a sex worker? Um, she is a little taken aback. Uh, how how did you know that? Well, never mind. But you, so it's true. Well, yeah, it's not something we want to. Put it this way, um She's dead. It's not like you can ruin her reputation at this point. No, but Maurice is quite um sensitive about what his daughter got up to. His daughter. Mm-hmm. That's why he wants us involved. Holy shit. Yeah, he wants oh, you to fuck. find out what happened and then relay who did this or why. Look, there's we're finding some evidence of some stuff going on here. I don't know what Maurice knows, Morris knows, mm-hmm. um, but it sounds like you know a lot more than I know about what's going on here. Let me just ask you directly, were these people blackmailing people uh, into, you know, getting to have sex, filming them, and then... Uh, you know, I don't give a shit. Um, no, she, she she blinks and honestly is pretty stunned. Um, you know her well enough that you're pretty sure she's. This is a genuine reaction. This is the first she's hearing uh-huh. of this. She said, no, he he was a money launderer, and she was effectively a, uh, a trophy wife. Yeah, there, okay. there was nothing like that going on. Black uh, dark web stuff, uh, snuff films. Christ, I don't even think she knew what uh, how to spell dark web. And was there anybody else that was a frequent visitor? Somebody they had, that they had a load of friends. Um, I did get word on the QT that she was seeing a therapist uh, or a oh. marriage counselor, some, something like that. Um, it's it's no secret that this was a, a kind of arranged marriage to keep things nice and in house. Um, but as far as I was aware, there was their feelings were genuine. I mean, they had, they had two kids, for heaven's sake. But there was something was simmering under the surface that she wasn't happy with something. Yeah. All right. Um, later on, when we're in private, let's have ourselves a little bit of a talk. Um, the situation we're in, not this situation, but our situation... Um, Look, Maurice has a hold of us all. 
so no hard feelings or anything, but uh, I think we should probably play it safe from now on. Mm-hmm. No, it's sensible. Right. Yeah, we we can have this we can have this chat later. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go up with with the information that I have, and I'm going to relay it, relay it to everyone. Mm-hmm. So Brooke seems to think that she didn't know much at all about this dark web stuff, but there it is on her computer. Dark web is not something that anybody talks about you know it's not something people talk about and it's also not something that a a ditzy cutesy housewife would even know how to do so this is this is a front she knows what or she knew what she was doing or someone in this house knew what they were doing you have to have some tech knowledge to do this and the fact that it's maurice's daughter what yeah you didn't know that no no yeah she's maurice's daughter i thought everybody knew that Well, we gotta find. We gotta find answers, even if we don't find the answers. And now this is even stranger because there should be jewelry and furs and 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 money. There should be drawers full of money. Again, if she's if she's mortgaging the house on the sly, you know, it sounds like she was planning an escape. And we've heard about this visiting a therapist. Maybe she decided that her sordid family life of crime bullshit suburban lifestyle i don't know maybe she wants to be more like big brother or big big uh yeah uh about big yeah. about daddy. Big daddy yeah uh or you know the only way she could get through her loveless marriage was to take pills to feign an amount of arousal and interest and then she ran out of pills and she got these other pills in the mail that were sent maybe by somebody who wanted to make the Ackerman suffer. Mm. Like maybe a guy named Josh who wanted to exact some revenge. Well, and so he gives her some fucking, you know, 60 doses of LSD and five doses of Sex DMT and yeah, and she well, they goes came from, on some hallucinogenic rampage. They came from Santa Clarita. At least there, there was no return address, but there was definitely a postmark. I'm gonna look up from the computer and say, "I got, I've got a little bit more information." Eva huh? Traction. That's the name connected to the other end of this webcam. Probably uh, oh, oh, guys, guys, guys. Well, something's what? going on. Something's going on on the screen. As um, as Layla points back, uh, you've all been, so you've been talking and so paying more attention to each other rather than the, uh, the screen that's still showing the webcam. Uh, someone is now in the room and is just stood there in the middle of the room looking up at the camera. She's Me. probably in her... I was just I was just gonna say to Layla, can we focus in? Can we change the press record? Enhance mm-hmm. record, yes. Record. record. Yeah, you can de- you can definitely record the feed, that's no problem. Um, there's a there's a woman that stood there, also a lady that's it's hard to tell her age. Um, you're not too sure if she's maybe late teens or maybe up to her early thirties, but 
in either case, she is, uh, in any context, she is, would be considered beautiful. Uh, she's got flawless skin, uh, long black hair, which goes down over her back. And she's wearing what seems to be um, evidently a tailored or custom made, not an off the shelf thing, because it's got exactly the right amount of material to hug her features completely. Uh, this black latex catsuit with a zip down the front that goes right down uh, under her crotch and then up uh, would go up her back. And she's got a belt that runs around, uh, runs around the middle of it that's got this large O-ring in the front. And with this almost... Um, I think the, the best word would be um, inquisitive or uh, interested look on her face. Her head cocked slightly to one side and the, the curl of a smile on her lips. She's looking up directly into the into the camera lens so that she seems to be staring directly at you through the um through the screen damn does that mean she's waiting for a direction do you think was there a way to communicate chat room well you can see there's there's a microphone that's attached to the computer but you haven't heard any sound come from her end yet Hey, baby. Any, I know, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne, you have any ideas? I'm a little out of my depth here. I, I see there's a microphone. I don't know. Do we try to say something to her? Yeah. Hey, baby, what's your name? Well, if she's expecting direction from Audrey, she's not expecting a male voice? Hey, baby. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she, she cocks her head to, um, to the other side, as you say. So that towards the mic, just saying you're a bit out of your depth. Yep, she's right. Hey, Vanessa. Mm -hmm. This looks like you might be more up your alley. I lean over to the microphone and say, you may begin. I, we're not here to watch a show. <laughs> I mean, she, she walks over um, in what could be described as a provocative manner. So one foot in front of the other, uh, it's almost snaking her way across the floor until she comes up for a second. It seems a bit proportion seems to get a little weird that, you know, from the view of the room that you must be fairly high up, but somehow she seems to be walking directly up to the camera. And then just again, looks at you with this, uh, with this smile blows a kiss towards the monitor as her hand comes through the screen and just pushes down one of the function buttons on the keyboard and the whole computer just uh, just shuts down as her hand pulls back through the screen and uh, you can give me a keep it together roll please what would be the uh, willpower okay six oh well, my keep it together is at a plus two, but since I rolled a three, that doesn't matter. Oh, okay. 17. Ooh. Oh, you're remarkably fine with this. I got a <laughs> Not very shocking. I got, I got a 14. Okay. So Layla is like, ah, it's any given Friday night on the, on the dark web. Uh, <laughs> Wayne is a little bit more, uh, a little bit more shocked. 
Uh, you have a list of options to choose from under Keep It Together to how you wish to react to this, and each one has a uh, either a stability or relation uh, mechanic tied next to it. However, for for Sarah and Vanessa, yeah, this this isn't this isn't right. That shouldn't fucking happen. I mean that this isn't the Matrix. This isn't sci-fi. A hand just came through a monitor, hit the keyboard to turn the computer off, and then went back into the monitor. I mean, this, this shit ain't normal. Uh, you can cross off two stability each for that one. That's me? Sorry. Uh, for Vanessa and Sarah, yeah. Um, react, I'm, react as you wish. I am going to be scared, so I lose one stability. Okay, that seems a perfectly reasonable, Holy uh, shit. reasonable reaction there. What the fuck was that? Shit, we lost the connection. I'm gonna try to just boot up the computer again. <laughs> Did you not see yeah, that? This is like the ring shit. She from knows that movie. Where we are. She can get here. Maybe she can. It's not the weirdest thing I've seen on the dark web. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> is there like 3D technology or AI connected with this or? Not, I, I not as far as you can see. It looks no, like a I'm regular just, PC. I'm trying to rationalize this. Question for the GM. If I lose a point of stability, does that mean that I cross off the very first thing? Yep. I'm no you longer composed. Have, you have the box. You have a level equal to the box that has yet to be crossed off. So as you, uh, you cross off composed, oh. so that will bring you down to uneasy. Ah, okay. So if it says unfocused, minus one disadvantage, is that for all roles or? Uh, for any roles connected with your disadvantages. Uh, we did the roles for your um, each of your disadvantages before we started recording. So you right. are good for that for the minute. Okay. But when you get down to uneasy, you, um, you say you've got minus one disadvantages there. When you get down to shaken, you'll be at minus one to your keep it together roles, which is the role you just made for your right. So yeah, there are cumulatively worse consequences the more the more fucked up you get. <laughs> so you can can uh, I'm Layla, can you uh, can you can we focus on every camera recording possibly and and not connect to that that site and send a clear it again because that's I don't yeah, think it's okay. safe. Yeah, okay. All to right, all right, Sarah. All right, we, we won't touch that camera well, again. I, I can you replay? Send to me. We uh, were recording. Yeah, so I I'd to like to try to at least retrieve the recording. I'm not, Wayne, come on. I'm not going to get on the damn site again. I'm just looking for the recording. Stop giving me that look. No, I want to see that again, actually. I want to see how that records. A trick of the light? Uh, yeah. You didn't push any buttons, right? She pushed the button. Yeah. I didn't touch anything. It's magic tricks. Magic tricks. You get the computer loaded back up, and Geb, your recording is there. Uh, thankfully, it has uh, the program has a uh, like a backup for if you if your power is uh, if your power outage happens while you're in there. It basically has like a temp file a temp file that it's all dumped everything into. But that little shortcut for the VPN is gone. But your recording is there. See, now we can't even look, Sarah. We can't even get back to it anyway. It's gone. I'd like to look at the recording. Is it as it appeared when we watched it live? Mm -hmm. 
And does anything strange happen to the recording itself when we get to the point where she reaches through the camera? Um, it starts to go to static very quickly and then okay. the whole image just breaks down. So it starts almost like a radial effect as if where her fingers would have gone through the screen, it then starts to spread rapidly from there and then just the whole screen whites out. Can you, so, can okay, you it, keep that recording? It, yeah, well, I'll, I'll save it externally. I don't want to lose this. Now, something just crossed my mind. People, at least the people I saw in that room that night, had money. And I'm talking about money, money. People must pay maybe even millions of dollars to watch this sick shit. Do you think this, and I look over at her body, she's in the room, right? The the daughter, the dead, she's in the room the with us? Is. Yeah. You think this sick fuck was paying to watch this stuff? Maybe that's why there's no money? I don't know. The person was taking command. Like, you said something through the mic at that woman and it seemed like she heard us. It's almost like whoever's sitting in this chair is in charge, maybe. I, I think maybe she got obsessed and was paying every penny she had to watch this shit. Or maybe someone killed her and this posed her in this way, like a message or something. The CCT was turned off in the house, though, that's when true. this happened. Otherwise, we'd watch that film. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but if she was going to come up here and clip up and plug in and do all of her stuff. She wouldn't want that recorded. So how could anybody watch? No, she would be able to access her computer, but she's not going to put incriminating evidence of her masturbating in her house. Oh, there's, well. no, there's no camera in the safe room, I assume. Yeah, but I'm sure she got dressed in her room and walked. Well, if she wanted to keep it a secret, rather than turning off the CCTV, she would just get undressed in the safe room. Yeah, I'm just. We don't. And somebody do... took the handcuffs off. Where are the handcuffs? I'm going to go through the house again. Do we have any CCT uh, video of her turning off the CCTV? You know, reaching you got... for the button. Or the do we not question. see her turn it off? We just assume she turned it off. Because there's no camera in this room other than the webcam that's on the computer itself. Um, the last images you get are of um, outside the corridor, Audrey going into the safe room, and then in the time it would take, you think, for someone to walk across the room and push the stop button, that's the time delay between her okay. going in and then the feed cutting. And the rest of the feed shows that no one else was in there for the whole day. All right. And how is she dressed going into the safe room? Uh, just in regular clothes. Looks like she went out for, uh, went out for a jog and then came back. Okay, so in addition to looking for this the handcuffs that someone took off of her, I need to find the clothing she was wearing and where in the house it's deposited. So hamper, kids' rooms, mm -hmm. bedroom. You, you, find the, you find the remainder of her, uh, basically like her running clothes, out in the, uh, the hamper in the bedroom. But you, you go through the house with a fine tooth comb. Those handcuffs are not here. Apart from, the, say, the fuzzy ones, but they wouldn't have left a mark like that. Right. Now, while we're looking through the house, is there a bar, a lot of liquor, maybe cut up straws, syringes, anything drug paraphernalia? Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely going to be a little uh, a little bar that they've got set up in the uh, in the main living room to um, to host with, but the, there is no drug paraphernalia whatsoever. Does the home security system? 
because I know some of them do record like door opening, door closing, front door open, back door open. Um, was mm. any of that disabled during this window of time where everyone was killed? Or was that active and we have like a log of it? Oh, it's just the cameras. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you, you have a look through uh, when the various external doors were open and the last, well, the, was the last gap before people turned up here and the security turned up here um, was Audrey returning home that night. Okay. Well, it's doesn't, crazy. It doesn't seem like anyone else came in until the security team found right. it. Right. Okay. Well, now I'm going to say stuff that's absolutely fucking crazy because we see her going into the room. We, we, we assume she turns off the CCT and then the murder happens. The murders happen. But we just saw something come through that screen. So something could come through that screen and do something. Look, remember, I have that. I gave you that name, Wayne. I think we need to do some digging into that name that's associated with the room on the other side of this camera. Because if if she if um, if she didn't own this, if she's not the admin behind this room and someone reached through and killed her, it they're going to be tied to that person. That name. Do, you think, do you think that woman was Eve Attraction? Maybe. I don't know. I, I went into this thinking that that um, that Audrey might be like the admin, like in control or something like that. But maybe that's not the case. You know, maybe, you know, sometimes you have these these dark web rooms where users can request something be done over right. microphone. And mm -hmm. then like you just get charged for that request or something. Maybe that's the case. Maybe she's just a user viewing this happening, making a request, do this, do that. Someone reaches through and kills her. And so, and if Miss Grant here, Vanessa, um, if what she guessed is correct, and there's millions of dollars involved here, I'm not so sure we should solve this one. But because well, then what do we tell will, Maurice? Those Wayne? people will. Those people will destroy us. Yeah, well, that's I knew we could tell him about it, but it's like you know. I think we should also ask Brooke whether she knows about Eve Attraction and whether Eve Attraction oh, is a, question, a yeah. property that the Ackermans know of. She seemed to know these people and said they weren't they weren't really into shit. So maybe this was Audrey's secret secret shame or something. Something she did for herself. Well, maybe. I mean, I think it's more likely to be Martin's secret shame. And that's why he was oh, murdered in yeah. the way he she, was. She murdered him for that, yeah. He found out what oh. he, what his his yeah. things were. And, you know, and I even think, and I, I, this is still under the assumption that she was drugged maliciously, but maybe she felt like what Martin was into was a taint on their children because I, it's very hard for me to imagine what would cause anyone who was in their right mind to murder their children in any way, let alone cruelly. Um, do, is there, I would like to test these pink pills, but yeah. I don't have a lab and I don't want to take them. Well, I'm a private, private investigator, so I can have them tested. Well, that's going to be slow, isn't it? I've got connection. Well, it's, it's going to be slow either way, unless we all know chemistry. Do you know chemistry? I mean, I 
Not enough to taste it, you know. To, right, to yeah, we don't want you flipping pharmaceutical. out. Well, just go buy a pet store, buy a dog, and feed him a pill. Yeah, bullshit. What the fuck kind of a person are you that you would just kill a you? poor animal? I've killed people. What's a dog? Look, people are much worse than animals. Don't family annihilators do what they do, or sometimes, to... Like, with the idea of starting a new life. Like, I'm done with this family. I'm starting a new life. Sarah, you said you found some evidence of, like, holdings, mortgages, something like that. Uh, everything, indicates that everything indicates that Audrey planned to go somewhere else in terms of the finances, but in terms of her behavior, it, it's very much, she's very much at home. So let's, let's think about, let's put everything into the timeline. Their their life is so not so great. Maybe Martin's got some weird sex thing going on on the side. Maybe he's not satisfying her, and yet he's satisfying himself with this weird shit that's going on. She gets some sex pills that have been tainted. She takes them and kind of flips out. Maybe she finds out what he's been up to. Uh, she murders her kids. She murders her husband with the intention of, of leaving, like you say, but the pills have been tainted and they kill her. And that's the end of the story. That's not even the end of the story. All that is just normal bullshit that happens in this world. What the fuck was that with the computer? I don't know. Maybe we're on drugs at this point. I don't know. That was, I, you know, the recording just shows uh, uh, a glitch, an anomaly. So maybe we saw something screwy that that we misinterpreted. And watching it again, we could see what, for what it was. Because it's not it's impossible to reach through a, a flat screen. Look, I got, I got a guy. We can have this analyzed and have, have some information on it tomorrow. I I'm have a feeling sure. that this Eve attraction is probably not in any well-known records i'm going to do a little bit more it sounds like a fake name well yeah i'm going to do some digging on the dark she's on the dark web she's obviously a presence here i want to see if there's any information on her on the dark web it's yeah. like remember i with, with her uh, little skin tight outfit i kept thinking of emma peel uh from the old uh uh show emma peel m appeal right to play on words in this case it's Stage eve name. attraction right right Evening's but attraction. i want to know if there's a way to trace who this name belongs to right See if there's porn with uh, Eve Attraction or how did she reach the fucking I come back in with a bottle of scotch from the bar. Oh, could you fill up my uh... Yes, I don't normally drink on the job, but Oh, I think I've, I think I got a hit. I think, ah. I, think I got something. Oh. Thank yep. you. With uh with a couple of rolls taking place in the uh, in the chat. Um you probably want to use your own laptop for this rather than uh, rather than use theirs, yes. funnily enough. So you start tapping away and start uh, looking through. Uh, which option with your 17 would you like right. to choose from the list? Um, something valuable or important in addition to what I was looking for. Ooh, okay. Oh, that's nice going. scotch. Yeah, it is. What is that, Lagavulin? Uh, yeah, whatever that says. That's <laughs> nice. 
not only then um, do you find where she is, uh, which is what you were looking for to begin with anyway, um, you also have contact details for her. Bingo. Um, you, find, you find that she started off about, this is where the timeline starts to get a little weird, about 20 years ago. She, with, she didn't look that old, no. Mm. Precisely. Um, with uh, cards, like business cards, that would be tucked into phone booths. Uh, with uh, with the name Eva Traction, then having uh, numbers on them. Uh, this is kind of back before porn really took uh, took off on the net. That, especially in this kind of area that she works in, because she works in financial domination. Basically, people pay her an extortionate amount of money for her to tell them what to do, and that people get off on this. But it's it definitely there's enough little bits of correspondence that you find on message boards uh, that you find on snippets of uh, records here that you get an address in Santa Clarita which if you pulled it, uh, pulled it up on Google, uh, Google Earth is basically just like a bungalow, it's a one story building that's out of the way in little more than a dirt patch but it has a fibre optic connection to run some fairly high speed internet through it and you also have a, uh, whether it still works or not is another matter because it's a fairly old message uh, but it looks like she did give out her mobile phone number to someone. Anyone want to make a phone call? I'll say this, though. Her MO for getting clients back in the day, leaving business cards in phone booths, same MO Audrey used when she was working. I don't know if that is a connection of some kind. Like, they worked for the same person or maybe that was a common way for sex workers to get the word out back in, you know, 20 years ago. Was Audrey working 20 years ago? She'd have, she's got right. kids, I don't the know. Kid, the kids, they've, they've been married about eight, nine years, which would correspond with how old the kids are, because you reckon maybe seven or eight, potentially, uh, there. If you wound back far enough, yeah, it would be about the same kind of time that she was active. Right, so they were both working around the same time, had the same advertising strategy. Working for the same people, maybe. Yeah, I wonder if they had the same pimp. Mm. Well, it's Maurice's daughter. Right. Was he not running her himself, or was she a runaway and he didn't? He wasn't big enough to stop it. I don't know that one. He did. You know, I, I know he didn't want people knowing that, but I don't know mm. if that's because he was controlling the situation or she was out of control. It also may be very well that when we start telling Maurice all this, he'll know exactly what the fuck is going on. Hey, Vanessa, you want to make a phone call? I got a number. Sure. Let's see if she can reach through a cell phone. <laughs> now hold it like... Oh. Yeah, I was going to put it on speaker and hold it like this. Okay. Tell me paranoid. That might be suspicious, but. Well, she don't know it's on speaker. I'm driving. Oh. Okay. You, uh, you, put, you hit dial and you wait. It rings. It rings. It rings a few more times. And then someone picks up. There's a, it's almost as if you, you hear the sound of it, almost as if someone's pulling a phone out of a drawer that they've just found that, that it's been ringing in there and then they've, uh, they've picked it up. And this, this female voice answers, 
but since you didn't hear the th the lady on the other end respond, even so, it almost feels like it's an older woman that's answering. There's just something about the tone of the voice that doesn't suggest it's the youthful person that you saw on the other end of the f uh, the other end of the video. Uh, but she she looks down at it, uh, well, at least not looks down at it. She she answers, "Hello, I've I've got a number I don't recognise here. Who's this?" Hey, um, this, uh, the number I was calling, I was looking for some, uh, services. Services? Yes, uh, this might be the wrong number. Uh, Eva? Oh, you want Eva. Right, sorry, I thought this must be one of her old phones. Um, yeah, hang on, I'll, um, I'll have to take it down to her one sec. Uh, you hear doors opening. You hear padding of uh, feet going down a corridor. You hear another door. She lives with her mom? Well, maybe not quite that much of an age difference. Oh, how old is this Still point? a difference. But yeah. um, at which point you then hear kind of cupping over the phone going, uh, Eva, I've got someone for you. Must one of your old phones? And then if there's a response, you don't hear it. But then the phone's passed over and this, again, this almost like seductive tone comes over the, uh, comes over the phone. This is Eva. Hi, this is Denise. I um, came across your number and some people told me you could provide me with some uh, unique uh, experiences. Oh, well, what have they said? Uh that you're worth every penny. Hmm. All right, this sounds like a good chance for an influence other role. So, do you want to give me a 2d10 and then plus your charisma? Oh, <laughs> I'm not a very nice person. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine minus one would be eight. Okay, your, uh, your attempt has unintended repercussions. The GM makes a move. Hmm. Well, I think you'll have to be a little bit more specific. Uh, my my services are fairly unique, but it all depends on really what you're what you're looking for. Control. Control. I think you've got the wrong person. That's that's not what I what I deal with. I deal in truth, and then she hangs up. What's worth? Good, good, good it was shot. Worth a shot. <laughs> she deals in truth. Yeah, what does that mean? What does that mean? Oh, I, I found, I got an address in Santa Clarita too. I don't know if I mentioned that to you guys, but well, yeah, yeah, you you pulled it up on uh, Google Earth. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, looks like a bungalow. Mm. I bet you, if she's making any kind of money, that's that's just the. Uh, I don't know. That's the fake place or wherever she's got to live in. A Alice, if she's making right, the kind of money Vanessa said. For the woman, which might not even be the same person that we saw in the video, which I don't think was, to turn down money, to turn down a client, and I hinted that I would pay, you know, if you read between the lines. If you're saying that somebody referred her to you, though, maybe there's um, like a key phrase, you know, something right. that yeah. you would know to say to her. 
and she could tell just because you didn't know the right thing to say that you're bullshitting or right you know. if uh if she makes a lot of money she can pick and choose her clients too so that too. if you sound at all fishy she's gonna yeah and maybe just she doesn't uh, maybe i mean she could have been waiting to hear you out but maybe she only uh services male clients or as anything there's you know there's so yeah. little you can tell over the phone it's interesting though that she was like that the phone was old and in a big mm-hmm. house but she's still there with some older person yeah and so, probably um, other people it wasn't like she just like said well, eve attraction was operating 20 years ago. Maybe this woman's not Eve Attraction. Maybe it's the older woman who answered the phone. No, no, but you asked for Eve and they gave her the phone. Okay, I don't know. We saw a woman on that screen that didn't look like she could have been 19 or 20 years old. That's what I'm saying. Right. Could that be Eve? But when we asked for Eve, they they gave us Eve. I don't know. I don't know. The woman on the screen looked like she was in charge. Silk Spectre, and it's just like every generation is a new Eva. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to drive out to Santa Clarita? Yeah, I take I a want look. to get out of this house, but I don't think we've seen everything. I I, I, I know I'm obsessing over it, but you did see a hand come out of that, and I point kind of menacingly at the screen. We thought we did. We thought we did. Yeah. D- Take a chill pill, smoke a joint, do whatever you have to do to move on from all of that. But what a chill let, pill? Let's, let's keep moving forward, please. It's not on the recording. And the recording, it's just, it's just haze. So I assume, I mean, and I, and I will say even maybe there was something, you know, maybe there was intentional distortion there that confused us, but it's obviously not possible. Well, I assume we give the place our... one more quick once over because Bob and Mike down there, they're, they want to clean up. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to ask Brooke something, too. What was it? Uh, did we ask? We haven't asked Brooke about Eva, have we? No. Oh, no. I'm going oh. to go and, and ask. I'm going oh. to seek a private conversation with Brooke. Everybody gonna, else has had one. I'm going to pull Vanessa aside for a private conversation. All right. Now I'm going to do once over, make sure that I haven't missed anything. Vanessa, um, you seem very unsettled by what we saw. Is this... The first time you've seen something like that before? Yeah, I mean, mm. over okay. in the in the in the desert, I I mean, I've seen body after body and never, but this just, and I kind of make sure that scared the shit out of me. Got it. All right. Okay. Why have you? No, no, no. Don't worry about. It. Look, we got it. We got to do some work. Let's do some work. She gives you like a sideways glance, not, you know, like, mm-hmm. If you're a little dubious about that response, you can read a person, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm going to then. That would be... Role plus intuition. Oh, intuition, yeah. It's a straight roll. Uh, ooh, uh, two tens. You may ask two questions. Uh, the first one of those on that list is probably one of the ones you're thinking of. Um, it's on the second page of the player move sheet, the one in the yeah. middle of the top. And then you've got a list of questions underneath those examples you can use. 
So uh, what's being hidden from me? Well, how would uh, how would Layla respond to that? Because uh, it's directed as at your character. Got it. Got it. Look, Vanessa. This is. I'm. I have in the past tried to do what you were trying to do. Now, forget it. Put it out of my mind. Find a distracting something to distract me from it. But this is. You're right. This is not the first time I've come across something like this before. It is upsetting i was upset when when i saw it and honestly you would probably do well to just forget it put it out of your mind and my second question is what out of this situation can i use to my advantage oh it's probably a mad question <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a tough one um nothing you can think of at the moment because you might not have the direct context for it um but if you're putting a if you're put in a situation later where you suddenly think of something that could then be of relevance, I will let you know at that point when the okay. Penetrates. Good. Right. So in which case, Wayne's is one is easy. Uh, you go around the house to try and find anything that you might have missed, and you are pretty sure you haven't. There is nothing left that seems relevant or. What's another way of putting it? Nothing I, 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 will collect, I will collect at least a photograph. I'm, I'm going to assume that this family is going to disappear. So mm -hmm. uh, I'll, I'll get a photograph of each of them just in case they're relevant in their happier moments. Mm -hmm. No worries. Yeah, plenty of those. Sarah around? Uh, she is going to Brooke. Oh, all right. So she, you want, uh, she wanted so, a, a private conversation. So, so just... Just so I don't forget, I want to remind Sarah to hold on to that paperwork and keep it separate because we might need it for our investigation and then to turn it in later. But I just don't want to move on to the next scene and forget. Gotcha. Okay, you can find Brooke downstairs without any difficulty. Um, she's pacing back and forth, uh, looking down things on her clipboard and got phone on, uh, up to one ear, which she then turns off and turns back to you. Mm. Hey, what can I do you for? Uh, well, Brooke, it's obvious that you uh, knew things that you didn't tell us while you wanted us to figure out what the hell's happening here, which I don't know why you would want to slow things down like that. Some things I need to know. Um, what, what have I not told you that would have been of help? Well, I mean, I didn't know anything about where this Audrey came from, for example, and that's pretty important. Well, like I said, there's certain things that you, we think you need to know, and I'm pretty sure you don't need to know anything about her past. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, you're probably wrong about that. If you actually want us to figure out what's happening here, we probably need a bigger picture. So what is it you're not telling us? You still haven't told us about what you've looked at this whole thing. It's insane. Right. Um, you can give me an influence other role because she is definitely not going to be uh, willingly giving that info up. So role plus charisma. My beautiful. Oh, well, 12 and 1, 13. Not bad. Okay. So she does what you ask, but the GM chooses 
Compensation, I think we'll go with complications at a later time. That sounds like always a good one. Um, yeah, she she looks towards you with a kind of look in her eyes that you haven't really seen before. She becomes a lot more serious. She almost it's almost like she if she was wearing a mask of emotion to appear more normal, that is discarded. And you just have this cold, emotionless serious face looking looking you back in the eye and unblinking there are certain things which you definitely do not want to know and that are not relevant to what's going on here i can pass on or i can tell you some of what you want definitely that yes audrey was a uh, was a sex worker yes audrey was in an arranged uh, sent here as part of an arranged marriage so that martin uh, martin would have a husband and also if you dig probably deep enough you'll realize that she isn't morris's daughter but for all the intents and purposes to the outside world she is and we are intending to keep that cover story this way she was paid an inordinate amount of money to forget her life and to become morris's daughter before, uh, before she married Martin. The reasons behind that, you don't need to know. But if that fills some kind of gap in your puzzle that you're trying to put together, then I hope it's helpful. But otherwise, that info doesn't leave between you and me. Do I make is, myself perfectly clear? You, you are clear, Brooke. Is, um, but this... this uh charade that she was his daughter is that to protect somebody else or to endanger her or i mean what she, rationale she was paid an extortionate amount of money to perform that service and take on that life i think you can read between the lines and work out that it's the former of your statements this was to to help someone else um okay brooke well we're going to do the best uh we can under these circumstances you understand that that trying to uncover truths while maintaining secrets is a little bit of a fool's game i i am well aware of that kind of tightrope walk i do it a lot yeah and she kind of again just looks at you and pauses for a moment i think we need to have probably a, a lengthier chat about certain things after this is all over and you might yeah able to understand a bit more where i'm coming from on that very well i hope it'll be over soon me too thanks i'm gonna i i and at that feeling dismissed i feel like before we leave the building i should look at the children before i leave yeah, the bodies are still there. you've got yeah. um you've got the two guys upstairs again with their gloves on Sitting around with their cases full of cleaning uh, cleaning material, uh, kind of idly talking to each other, over, kind of looking sideways glances at each other by the front door. You reckon how long that took uh, took the poor kid to uh, to snuff it? Oh, no, probably a couple of minutes. Yeah, you know what they say: a couple of minutes can feel like an eternity with that kind of. Uh, yeah, what a way to go! And they just seem to be quite casually talking about the uh, the corpse in front of them. Uh, so going over the kids' rooms, uh, in order down the hall, um, 
you know, the computers are turned off and they were probably pretty clean, but there's, is there anything that stands out in other kids' room that suggests any history that's of interest or secret or event of tonight that was in, you know, like, were they playing with their Legos when someone came in and throttled them or? Looks like they were both asleep. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything that you've you've not already got out of here. Then let's get the hell out of this house. Mm-hmm. All right, is everyone leaving at this point? Yep. Okay, boys, you can uh, take over. Brooke, there's, uh, there's, kind of, there's kind of a cheer from behind you of "Yay!" and then they they proceed to play rocks as paper. And the one that's uh, the one that fails is evidently the one that gets to pick up the uh, pick up the bits of bone, brain, and blood out of the uh, out of the carpet, while the others get the uh, the easier work. So as we're going downstairs, we're we're getting ready to leave. Brooke, uh, we're going to see what we can find out. Um, we're still kind of clueless. She killed him, then she or she killed her kids. She killed him. Um, but motivations could it be drug related, could it be porn related? We don't know. We got to keep keep going, but we don't need that that shit upstairs anymore. Mm-hmm. Tell them not to tell them not to uh, fuck with the computer. Um, we might want to. We might need to come back and take a look at that. Can we take the computer actually? Yeah, um, Brooke says that the um, kind of response to that. Well, yeah, I mean, we were planning on taking the hard drives anyway. All right, um, I'll, if you I'll, want, I'll go get if it. You want to take, if you want to take them, then yeah, just make sure they get back to us when. Layla, uh, do you need the, the monitor? No, I got, I got a setup I can work with. Right. Just need the hard drives. I'll carry it down for you. If you really want to do a bang up job, cut the carpet up and take out the hardwood floor from the study. <laughs> Well, we'll say we're not we're not exactly short of money. I think that no. Bob knows Bob and Mike know what they're doing. They've done this before. Oh, yeah. They certainly have. <laughs> All right, and at that point you can head outside and get to your get to your cars, dump the computer in there or dump the hard drives. And what do you want to do now? Heading to that address in Santa Clarita. Is that how we want to approach this? Well, what time is it right now? Um, you've been there for about a couple of hours by this point. Um, two, two thirty. Yeah, it's about two in the morning. Between two and three in the morning. Hmm. Well, I mean, we could drive out there in the middle of the night. Uh, if I'm going to drop this stuff off and have my guy look at it, I, I could probably do that. But I need to, I need to go by. I need to give him a call. We know she was there not that long ago. Well, like yeah. an hour ago, Eva or whoever she was. She was yeah. well, assuming that that's the address. It's just a matter of whether you want to, you know, take care of Front it in the middle of the night, yeah. or do it in the morning. Well, right. we could go and stake out the place. Yeah, pick up some coffee and sandwiches, and yeah, uh, watch uh, the house, see the comings and goings. Jeez. Find out what time she leaves, where she goes to tomorrow morning, maybe follow her. 
That's long term. I think that uh, we just need to see whether it's even just a false, you know, like that's a bungalow of a family of three nobodies and we've been misled. Well, because then we have to start over. So I'm, I want to head there. I want to, I want to uh, get the important. paper address and I want to take the battery out of my phone and then I'm going to drive there. And I'll see you there if we all make it without the black helicopter showing up. Don't ask your fucking wife. Just do it. Yeah, I'm going to head to the address in Santa Clarita. But um, on the way while I'm driving, I'd like to make a phone call as well. I'll put it in the usual spot. You can pick it up there. Okay. And well, then just do it. If, so we're going to do before. a convoy there? No. Follow each other? Thank or... you. I've, I've got a... Well, yeah. Um, you got the address. Are we going to do a convoy? We can't do a convoy. i got to drive, drive by my office. And drop this off. Uh, and then a little conspicuous too. My guy's going to pick it up, and he's going to analyze it, and he should have it probably by tomorrow. I have a eleven or so. Big black SUV with tinted windows and a back full of guns, so we could take my car. Here's the thing, Vanessa. If this house is doing what we think it's doing, you can probably bet your ass it's got great security. Do you want your plates on someone's security camera? Well, I'll walk over to my thing, pull down the hatchback, pull out some plates, zip them onto the... All right, there you go. <laughs> Vanessa, does your black van filled with weapons have hired assassin written on the <laughs> side of it? Um, <laughs> so do we want to go tonight or do we want to go in the morning? I want to go tonight. You want to go tonight? We have to at least find out tonight what's whether it's real. Um, well, it's Santa Clarita. Uh, it's kind of on the way. Um, there's a there's a Denny's on the corner of Fifth and Seventh. Um, could we like get a bite to eat before we go? I'll meet you there because I gotta go by the office. If you can get a, if you can get a seat in there with all those Delta Green agents that always seem to occupy well, the place, then yeah, sure. Fuck Delta Green. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll I'll meet you there. Jesus, I've at been this, smoking the same cigarette for two hours. <laughs> at this point, as we're about the two-hour mark, and this is a nice uh, intermission point, do people want to take five ten minutes. Yes. So, en route to go to Santa Clarita. So, I think there was mention of a phone call. So, Layla yes. wanted to give someone a shout. I do. I want to call Elaine. So, okay. all right. E, it's Lay. Hey, you're you're up late for the. Uh... I I know. I'm sorry. I probably woke you up. I look. It it happened again. The oh. illusion. The illusion. We. It, yeah, sp spill the beans. What, what happened? I, it, you you know you know those crazy ass rooms we hear about on the dark web all the time where you watch someone get fucked and murdered. It, oh, ten a penny. Yeah, kind of stumbled on one of those in an investigation, and the the person on the other end definitely knew we were watching. Reached through the camera and shut it down. And I look, I feel like I'm in over my head. Like I, shady ass people operate those rooms. Snuff films. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know what to do. Um, 
You say something reached through a screen? Yes. And shut off the computer. And as soon as I booted it back up again, all access to the dark web was gone from that computer. Um, okay. Uh, you know, we, we've, we've talked a lot of the time. I'd say uh, you're fairly open-minded after some of the things that <laughs> some of the things you've seen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like I can't be surprised anymore, but I, this, this just, it freaks me out. I, shady shady fucking people run these rooms i do not want to be another body on a camera that that probably wasn't a person what then then what was it well people can do some stuff but stuff like that that that's where you get into non-human kind of territory that's that's probably more like that's more likely a creature than a person I mean, there, I are, there are things that live out there and can use can use technology. They they can use screens as portals. That that isn't unheard of. But th those things are not human. Then I mean, can they? Is it something to like fight against? Like, can can we destroy it? Oh, is, well, is it like hard? Is it software? Can we just delete it? I, I... No, it's, it's a physical flesh and blood thing. Um, there's a few things I can think of that it might be, um, but they're generally they they've got a few tricks up their sleeves, but they aren't exactly what you'd call tough. But even so, I'm I'm not a fighter. I'm I, I type on a keyboard and yeah 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 that that's what I do. But but they're like they're flesh and bone, right? Like they can they can be killed, they can be destroyed. Yeah. Um, but and they assume... and they look like normal people, talk like normal people. They can look like anything they want to look like. That's part of okay. the problem, if it's what I think it is. Right. Okay. 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 But, but um, yeah, they 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 use the net as a way to lure people in, and it's like a like a like a honey trap or a Venus fly trap. It's like a we the poor humans go right. in there and are like the fly that gets stuck in there. So they they want people they want people to to find all of this. Okay. Well, some say that's what they were made to do. Right, right. Okay. Well, look, if you don't hear from me in like 48 hours, clear my browser history, delete all the shit off my computer. You know the drill. Well, hopefully I don't have, doesn't come to that, but. I, I, I don't know. If you have any other words of wisdom, I'll hear them. If not, hopefully you'll hear from me again in, in a day or so. Okay. Just yeah, ch check in regularly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, E. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye. Click. Hey, okay. I've also just got a uh, private message flying around. So one sec. Uh, okay. Other people making uh, making precautions. So yep, that is not a problem. And otherwise, then you are all driving off. So did Wayne want to go somewhere on the way? You mentioned. Well, about Wayne just office. went by his office. Uh, he went to his mailbox and he put uh, the pill sample in the mailbox. His buddy's going to come and pick it up and in the morning go and analyze it at the lab and then get back to me. Okay, That's all. so that, that, will, that will get back to you when it gets back to you. He was pissed that I woke him up and he... How, his wife. How many, of those, how many of those pink pills were on the floor? I got uh -huh. three of them. Oh, yeah, I got three of them. 
I was, I, because I feel like we should take one with us just in case somebody okay. else. We'll say that you mentioned it. that to me. I brought one. In a, in a matchbox or something, you know, because they're not going to do I test every one of them. Right. You just need one, really. Yeah. All right. So that, that doesn't take you too, um, too long, really, at all. So with the combination of maybe, maybe driving a little bit slower, heading up there and then allowing uh, time for Wayne to catch up, you can eventually arrive with all of you getting to the address in Santa Clarita without any difficulty. And given the time it takes to get up there, uh, if you're doing this during the day, it's hell. Basically, the traffic is appalling getting up there. But at night, not too bad. So it's probably around four in the morning by the time you get there. And it's a normal residential area. There's not really anything that stands out here. Um, these are all one-story constructions around here um, on this road in particular. They've all got large plots. Um, it looks like the area behind the house that you can see, it's got a big gap either side before you get to the uh, the fencing that separates it from the next plot. So you can see down the sides of the house without any problem. Um, there's the big old cable that comes out to the phone line. So yeah, it definitely has got a uh, phone and power connection. Um, otherwise, all the lights are off as far as you can tell from inside. And there's really nothing that's been done with the with the backyard. It just looks like overgrown grass for the most part that probably hasn't been cut in a, uh, probably a few months at this point. Uh, there's an old... An old Chrysler sat out front, so it's not exactly a flashy car. I mean, the house is well maintained, but doesn't exude money. But yeah, otherwise, the only thing that seems maybe a little odd about it uh, is that it's evidently had some kind of extension work done in the past. Because um, you can see that there's almost like a, not an antechamber, but an extension like a porch that's been built on the front of the house which wasn't there in the google earth shot that it comes out like it's the size of a small room before it then goes into the house proper so either it's like the world's largest cloak room that they've got that's been bolted onto the front of the house where the door is or just to the side it, of the door it's been built where the door is so that you have to go through this square room before you get to where the front door would have been if it had been left originally intact. Roughly one story, so about eight yeah. foot high ceiling? Yeah, it's all one story. Enough to um, fit a big bed in? Uh, probably not that big. That, that well, would be an I, interior room. I'm thinking of the image we saw on the, the computer. doesn't look big enough for that, maybe. But um, is there a mailbox on the street, or is it on the house? Or is it it's a on slot? The house. And it's a slot that goes it's into slot. the wall next to the... Uh, next to the door. Cars there. Um, we can check the registration if you want. Yeah, I was just going to say, can you run the plates? Do you know anybody? Not at four o'clock in the morning. Now, I'm parked around the corner because I don't want to... Yeah, we're, we're all being discreet. We're all being discreet, but we're gathering probably in front of the building, which is not that discreet, but at four in the morning, if you don't yell... Right, can't. nobody's awake. How are the street lights? Funnily enough, they're they're kind of spaced fairly regularly, but the one that's out the front of here isn't on. It's not. Mm. That's good. That's good for us. Right. Well, let me uh, yeah. let me go check the registration, which means I have to break into the car, but I can do that. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So I believe you are fairly good at such things as well. I am. <laughs> uh, do you want to give me your uh, burglar a roll? Uh, let's see. Plus my coolness. Oops, where's my coolness? Oh. Ah, so three. Uh, so that is a 15. Hey, there you go. So no complications. What options do you want? I'm sorry. Well, what I'm going to do then is uh, glove compartment. Find the, the registration for the car. See if the car is registered under. Okay, so that will be you silently open a locked door within a few moments. Because uh, yeah. there's no alarm on the car, so that doesn't go off. Okay. So that's that's one of your three options that you have so far in the scene to, uh, to get inside. Where do I see my options? Yeah, they're they're below. Oh, I see. I do see. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm avoiding being discovered by somebody. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think I don't need any more options, so I'll just. Uh, um, okay, you can cash the you can cash those in later during the scene. Okay, so, so they I don't have to be here. Two more options. Yeah. So you right. you get in the car without setting off an alarm. Like I said, it's it's an old enough car. There isn't an alarm on it, or right. at least the alarm's broken. And you get into the glove compartment and have a look at the paperwork there. Yeah. And the name that comes up is Monica Lisa. Monica Lisa. Just give an age. Uh, she will be well, in her mid to late forties by this point. Okay, forties. All right. So I put that back. Uh, car is registered to Monica Lisa. Uh, she's in her mid forties. I wonder if that's uh, Eva Tra- Traction's real name. Could be. Yeah, Monica Lisa's a fake name too, of course. Well, how you can't get the registration if you're going to get a. That's yeah, a little harder Mona, to do. Mona Lisa. Monica Lisa. That's I mean, the kind of that's the kind of shit that the parents do to their kids. They name them shit like that. It's also the kind of shit you could arrange when you've got connections. I think. Yeah. I know, who cares? Anyway, uh, the house is dark. Fully dark. You want to go pretty, inside? Pretty pretty big yardage, you said, right? It's pretty large. Yeah. So I I'm, I'm there. I think I want to circle the place and see if there's lights on. Wait, before look before we do anything else, I, even if you guys don't believe me, whatever. I have to say my piece here. I I made a call. I have a friend who is extremely familiar with the shit that we saw go down on the other side of that webcam with the hand reaching across and shutting down the computer. Yes, I know we are trying to pretend like this does not exist, but humor me for just a moment. The things that can accomplish this, reaching through screens, shutting down computers, knowing who's on the other side of a camera, those things are not human. They are monsters for a lack of a better term. And they set these traps. They want people to come to these traps. Vanessa, you said you, you've got stuff in your car, right? Weapons, things like that? Uh, yeah. As, you, as you're talking about monsters, you see her screwing a silencer onto her, her 9 millimeter. Believe me or not, whatever. I see, I see the look in your face, Wayne. You don't believe shit I'm saying. Fine. Great. 
But the people who do this kind of stuff, even if you don't believe they're monsters, like then take it for being human monsters, the human equivalent of monsters who owns a fucking room and fucks people and kills them on camera for money. Like regardless of whether or not you believe my thing that they're monsters or not, these people are dangerous. I respect your caution that this might be a trap. Fine. Well, that, let's leave that, it at that then. Let's leave that, it at that. That would also explain why I don't think she lives here. Because look at this fucking dump. If you're actually making that kind of money murdering people, the last Vanessa, um, you got to be making some money. She's not going to live in this dump. This I mean, might be a trap. I have a fake badge. We could knock on the door, flash a badge, and ask for. If if you're if you're if we're well enough armed and you want to break into the house, I can get you into the house. Oh, I mean, we can all be well enough armed at this point. We should also be aware, like if you look very carefully, like at the eaves, for reflections. Like, I, it's not a nice Cameras. looking house. Yeah, we're, you know, there's mon there are monitors here. I, I think several. I'm actually thinking exactly what Vanessa's thinking. Don't let them see your face. Is that enough, though, if they know we're coming? I mean, I think. If they're going to take video. They could use the video against you. If they know we're coming, the video doesn't mean anything. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I... Uh, Jesus. What do you think is in this house? I don't know. Could be a if time doing, bomb. If they're doing what we think they're doing in, in this house, frankly, I don't want to be the star of my own show here. You know? Well, you, I, you mean we don't want to be tortured to death for the amusement yes. of yeah, I don't, you know, monsters? I, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm on that team for sure. But I'm also I'm on the team of like not dying at all. Do you each want to take a front door and a back door? I'll put on night vision goggles, go in with Wayne. I'll breach the door and 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 pin down anybody in the house, and then you guys can come in. You got well, night Sarah, vision goggles. I nice. have everything. Nice. Sarah was going to do a perimeter walk. I think that's a fine place to start before we just bust down a door. Well, why yeah, did you guys? It's a suburban neighborhood. Yeah, the, yeah. the grass is dewy. And that Where's silencer ain't going to silence much. Worst case scenario, we scare a poor unfortunate family. Best case, I put out. I get rid of a monster. And Worst case scenario, someone shoots you for busting down their door. I mean, you, know, you guys go do your shot a couple of times. Vanessa, you and I, let's let's take a look and see how easy it's going to be to get in here. I think we got to go through this extra bit of the house. Can I do a roll for like scouting out the 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 best entry point and? And what is this thing? It's not like it's a foyer. It's not like it's a garage. They leave their creepy car outside. What? Why would you add? What the hell did they add to the front of the house? Maybe Fortune it's where you disrobe. 
if you want to have a look ar- uh, look around the house to get, say, your uh, casing the joint, mm-hmm. um, I think we'll put it down as an act under pressure roll. So roll your coolness, coolness, um, because this will be this will be determined whether you can get round the house and the grounds without being picked up on the cameras. Coolness is plus three. Uh, six and six is twelve plus three, fifteen. You Eleven. Do it. Okay, so maybe Wayne, you're not too sure whether you're getting too close that the cameras might pick you up, but you're you're just you're not too sure. Uh, Vanessa, you're certain that you are fine, so you you're able to go around without being spotted. And the thing that you find from going round the uh, round the entirety of the house is that there's been nothing done with the outside apart from the patch of concrete that's been laid to put the car, um, to put the car on it pretty much as an outdoor um, carport these there's also round where the back door is there's another of these square rooms that's been attached to the back of the house it seems like they're the only two ways in and all the other windows all the curtains are drawn and there's no sign of any other light inside anywhere. It's pitch black in there, and these these two, say, exterior extensions, they both look identical. And probably Wayne doesn't notice it, but uh, Vanessa does. They're quite nice, ornate fra- wooden framed uh, frames around the doors. Someone has etched something into the frame going all the way around the door that looks well for a second it looks maybe like decoration but the more you look at it it's almost like well that looks like some kind of lettering but it's not in a it's not in english definitely but it's some kind of script or symbol symbology that's gone around the door i write some of it on my hand like a portion mm-hmm. and i Point to Wayne and I can say, let's go back. Yeah, you can get back to the front, uh, back onto the pavement without any problem. I relay to everyone about the dual entrances and then I say, anybody know what this is? And I have it written down my my arm. That look familiar? Um, probably with your kind of alternative lifestyle, you might recognize some bits of it. Um, it almost looks like so sort of alchemical or um, Enochian, some some crazy occult shit. Anyway, wait, wait, Vanessa, let me see that again. That's some weird occult shit. Uh, I don't know. That's weird. Hear me out. Could the people in there be afraid or trying to protect themselves? With some weird voodoo shit. Could they? Maybe. They could be in there having a party with bikers. I don't know. It could be anything. I think it I think we just found a, a like shooting location for the suicide girls. I'm gonna go see if I can pick the front door lock. If if it's even locked. And I'm gonna c- cover you with my my I have the pistol out. I'm against the door frame. Okay. Well, want to to cash the side in all of the door. Yeah, you can say you can position without a problem. Uh, do you want to cash uh, cash in one of your options again? Yes, I do. Okay, which one would you like to use? Um. No, oh, there they go. Uh, 
Where is it? Um, you silently open a locked door. Oh, wait. Can I use that one again? Yeah, you can use them repeatedly. Yeah. I, I silently open a locked door with a few movements. Okay. In a, Within a few moments. Yeah. You're not so worried about any alarms then. Right. Not so worried. Okay. You click open, and at which point the door swings on open. Pretty much it's, to anyone out on the street, it's almost as if you just put a key in the lock and turned it. So there's nothing um, particularly... What's the word again I'm looking for? Uh, nothing dubious about this or suspicious whatsoever. Okay. Now, and nothing happens when you open... Nothing happens when you open the door. There's no alarm that goes off. Um, so Vanessa's like, yeah, there's no nothing triggering, triggering your spidey sense at this point in time. Vanessa, come on. What yeah. do you see with your uh, Yeah, infrared? that's what I was saying. I look in with my infrared. Um, you look inside. I am going to cash in my hold. Oh. Um, you put your binoculars or your, um, your night vision up and... You can see a room much bigger than should be here. It's almost perhaps is the interior of the house being gutted so you can see um, the whole thing has been open plan. But then as you're sweeping back and forth, you suddenly catch your eye on this stall that stood in the middle of the room. In fact, it's not just one stall, there's a row of them. Um, each one with this rusty pyramid on top of it. And you can see... Um, figures being uh, pulled down onto the onto these just exactly as you saw them previously. Uh, you don't have to roll anything in this oh. case um, yeah, because yeah. when I cash in hold, I can just say that you lose stuff. Okay. Um, so you lose a stability as you realise that you, you're watching exactly the scene that played out in that mansion outside of LA. Um, you can see as you swing the infrared back and forth that where suddenly there was just black empty space, there are now suddenly rows of people sat in tuxedos ball gown dresses, some holding up masks to their faces, some of them just with this look of ecstasy on their face, others clapping silently and cheering them on as this row, this row of subjects that are naked are just torn apart on each of the Judas cradles. And then, bam, the power just zaps out of your, uh, your goggles. I pull them down real quick. And I don't know if Wayne could see, but my hand is starting to tremble. Do I see anything other than darkness? You see black. Uh, what did you see? Hold on. And now I, I flipped a flashlight on my on my pistol and I shine it into the room. Okay. Okay. You look inside. I'll get to what you see in a moment then. Um, does Wayne look in? Yes. As soon okay. as he shines the light in there. Sure. Um you see what seems to be a concrete floor that just extends out again as if the as if the house has been gutted and is just this open plan uh, open plan floor and then as the light moves round you can see that there's what looks to be maybe a, a male figure um, on his knees hands tied behind his back with a bag over his head um that you can hear him almost whimpering as he's um, kneeling down on the ground and this sparks an unhealthy memory for you as you realize yeah. that you can see the outlines of people in suits uh, carrying guns forming an arc around you and Morris standing over this guy with um, you can even hear Morris's voice echo out in this almost warehouse style room 
saying that I won't be satisfied until I see you take care of him for yourself. That's the way it's going to go down. And he hands you a gun. And it's almost, it's this surreal moment of you having this out of body experiencing, watching you take off, uh, Morris take off the bag and you empty the clip into Scott Moore's head. And I will cash in my hold on you. And you can also lose a point of stability as well. All right. I stumble backwards. And uh, what the fuck? What What Vanessa sees, um, you just point into uh, into the room and it looks like a concrete floor. The walls are also fairly unfinished and there's a big large steel door on the far side of the uh, far side of the room that has a handprint scanner next to it you see that scanner i i i, I know something something weird happened to me oh. no i i Now, I want to look. Is there any like a tripwire or something? And now I'm like back in back in the sandbox in my head. You have a look. There's nothing immediately that would uh, that would suggest that there is some kind of security mechanism here, other than the door um, than that handprint scanner. So I, I pull my hat, hat real low. Mm-hmm. And then I go in to type, look at it, but I'm trying not to get, if there is like a digital reader or something, I'm trying to cover as much exposed skin as I can. Gotcha. No, it looks like a handprint scanner. Nothing else in the room? It seems fairly unfinished. It looks like a lot of attention has been paid to the outside of the house, but this room has been just deliberately bolted on. And then the main entrance into the house itself proper is where, again, a lot of the money's gone. This is some pretty high-tech, pretty expensive stuff. I take out my phone and I video everything mm-hmm. so I could get the make and model, well, or at least, you know, try and... So as, the- as, you, as you go around with the phone, um, something that maybe doesn't crop up so much to the naked eye but definitely gets picked up on camera is that there are, on every surface in the room, just, again, you kind of look at it with your phone and then go what and then look back with your regular eye you don't see it but it's just subtle color variations or scratches the wall the floor the ceiling it's all covered in this same script shit that was around the uh, around the door frame so i'm gonna zoom in and 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 do it and even take some still pictures of them and then i'm gonna go back out to check on wayne mm-hmm. wayne get your shit together Come on, buddy. We need you. There's some fucked up shit going on here. You're telling me. What did you guys see? What's in there? Yeah, we go back to the car. The past. I I toss her my phone. Look at this shit. The fuck? It's got to be some kind of trick. I'm going to go back up to the door and I am going to try and use my intelligence and my my 
own eyes to see if I can figure out what's really going on here. Okay. Well, you are in a state of mental stress. Roll plus soul to see through the illusion. Sixteen plus oh minus two. Fourteen. Snatching defeat from the jaws of victory right there. Right. That is you see reality, but you also affect the illusion. The GM chooses one. I think the first one is easy enough there. Yeah, something senses you, because you have a look at this place for what it really is. Everything above ground is just a shell. There's nothing above ground here that seems to be relevant to you, but you have the impression that something is below the ground, below the basement. And everything in this room is designed as effectively a supernatural uh, mechanism to try and scare you away by reflecting back your worst, uh, your worst things that you've got deep hidden down inside of you, your guilt, your, your self-loathing, your got deepest darkest secrets that even you don't want to confront it tries to ram it in your face and get you to run away i need so to do maybe... something to keep from running away <laughs> yeah. so may maybe this thing has uh maybe almost partially succeeded but now that at least you know what it's designed to do and that it is just your own memories being reflected back at you <sighs> that they have no substance but also that the fact that as you've gone inside or at least one of you's gone inside Something knows you're here. It doesn't need tech to tell you that something is here. It's some sort of mind trap. Go in, see what you've done. That something knows we're here now. Something knows we're here. I already saw my demon. What do we well, do? Do we confront it? I don't know. It's whatever this is, it's evil. Burn the fucking place to the ground. Yeah. Something uh, like that. Are there, do I think that there are active entities here? Because it's not an empty building, is it? There's something below the ground here. Something intensely evil. I don't know how I know that, but I know it. There's something here. Kip Maurice off to this? Maybe he would do something. Or is he involved in all of this? If he's not involved, he'd have an interest in what caused the death of his daughter and grandchildren and everything else. But if he is involved, then, well. These people would only mine human suffering for their own benefit. I, I, I'm not even sure that any of this is real. How does it relate to Audrey's death and, and everything I, else we saw? I'm not sure that any of that is real. That fucking thing that reached through the goddamn monitor must be part of this or in that fucking basement. 
But here, here's the question, though. If Maurice is behind all of this and we've been sent here, we're fucked. If, if he's we- not behind all of this, that's a whole different story. But I don't, I don't like this. Is this what killed Audrey? Did she kill herself? How does this even relate to Audrey? I don't even know. But Maurice has nothing to do with this. Do we know that for sure? Oh, we know that. Uh, I I don't. Well, we can't know anything. I don't think he sent. He wanted to make his own daughter's reputation worse, or you know, expand the possibility for gossip. I think that. He, we, he did, and and Maurice give me jobs usually unless you know he wants them to be really separate from his normal business. I just think it's. I think we've come across something that's special and strange. Maybe, maybe the trick is to not look. You know, my goggles have 48-hour charge on them, and I charged them right before I came out, and it completely took the energy out of them. Look, if we can't even tie any of this to what happened to Audrey, this feels a little out of scope at this point. You're freaked out. Vanessa's freaked out. Wayne's freaked out. I have a really bad feeling about this. This feels like a trap. And we can't even tie this effectively to Audrey. Like, how can we even report this back to Maurice? Oh, by the way, your daughter was killed by something that can go through a computer screen. Like, none of it makes sense. Make it make sense. The answer is through there. And the trap is don't look. Don't believe what you see. Well, that's not even it. You can believe what you see because it's going to show you what you did. Or don't. Hear me out. We contact Maurice and tell him, unfortunately, his daughter killed her entire family and then herself, and we walk away from all of this. Do you want to go deal with what's down there? It's not his... Wait, do I I know that? No. Sarah knows that. It's not really his fucking daughter. (laughs) We were just told, find out what happened. Well, that's what happened. She killed her children. She killed her husband. She killed herself. You got a good point there, too, but. If I'm standing not right near the door, but a ways away, and I'm looking in that direction, can I see anything? Or is it just a black? When you're that far back, unless you've got quite a powerful light source, you're just going to see a black interior. Can I see your uh, goggles for a minute? They're dead. Oh, fuck it. Um, Wait, I'll try them now that I'm away from the building. No, you can. You turn them back. I uh, pull them back up. Yeah, yeah. they're back on. Yeah. This Do I cool. see the metal door? That, uh, that's what I see. Yep. You realize that this thing will only get basically the trap can only spring once on each person because once it's reflected back, you're your darkest uh, your darkest guilt okay it's not going to do it again i think it's only going to work once and i'm going to hand those back to him 
Yeah. But I'm going to I'm going to put my hands over my face, and I'm going to walk in mm-hmm. to the. Make sure that really is a metal door. I, I go with yeah. them. Okay. Yeah, you you head inside. Uh, both of you have already been hit by it, so you don't get hit by it again. And I uh, I tell them I tell them it's it's a mind trick, but it only seems to work the once. So steal yourself. Expect it, and maybe it won't be as bad as it was. This is a terrible idea. Fine, fine. Remember what I said. Remember what I said. Monsters. Yes. Okay, so Wayne and uh, Vanessa head in without any problem. You get to the steel door, and you do indeed reach forward, and it feels like a cold steel door. And I follow, and it's dark. I'll go into. Right. Are you paying heed to what Wayne said and keeping your eyes shut, or are you yes. looking? Oh, I believe in all of this. And covered. So, yeah. Okay. Um, it seems like Wayne was partially right. Um, you don't get to see the horror, but you can hear it happen around you. So, Sarah, if you're heading in first, um, you hear some very familiar dialogue being uh, piped back to you. Um, what seems to be this blubbing kid uh, being told, just get in the bathtub, just make this, this doesn't have to be this difficult, damn it, just just get in the fucking bathtub. And then response from this uh, kid saying, I can pay it all back, I can, you don't have to do this, you don't. And then there's just a couple of shots and you even feel the spray of blood hit you just, in, uh, just as it back, flew back at you just as it did when you actually pulled the trigger the first time. So you can cross off one stability. And later, even though you didn't see it happen, you you suddenly think that this is maybe how it played out for you. Um, You, as you've got your eyes closed, walking forward, again, feel this place is much bigger than it is around you. That you hear the sound of this almost hysterical female voice saying, I can't believe you fucking slept with that bitch. You... You, you asshole! I, I just, you, you're not gonna get away with this. And then, again, the sounds of gunfire, the sounds of sobbing, the sound of, of a body hitting the ground, and then another single gunshot that follows it afterwards, and another body hitting the ground afterwards. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Yep. Cross off that one stability. God damn it! No one rolled nine or below. So I don't get to hit you with even more uh, more stability loss. But otherwise, you're able to get to the door. Uh, you're all there now. Some some of you with your eyes closed, others can see the thing up close and personal. You've got your hands on it. What do you want to do? To try and um, I don't know if I could maybe use my breath or some dust on the ground or something. I want to try to reveal which keys or press if it's is it a keypad like this it's a handprint oh fuck but you are indeed uh, you are a burglar and you have one uh, one option left to use I do so is that the best one um, but there could be an alarm it's a trap if it's a trap for us maybe one of our hands opens it I think this was the trap that we just went through. Um, yeah, but if they want us to get down there, 
I'm fairly sure this this is designed to, well, they say for Wayne anyway, this was designed to scare people away. This wasn't, right. this wasn't anything beyond that. Okay. I'm going to try. I, I need two of these. I can't roll again, can I? Uh, it's within the same scene. So oh, that's you, right. Yeah. All right. Well, then, I guess the... If if I if I try to disable the alarm, then we have no way to get to the door. So I'm going to disable. I'm going to try to disable the door and get and open the door. Okay. Um, In which but case, I might set off the alarm. Rather than using the burglar advantage, you can give me a roll plus coolness for act under pressure. So you can open the door. It's whether you set the alarm off in the process. A zero is a 10. Yep. So 15 plus three. You, there I, is no alarm that goes off. Uh, you're able to, you basically end up taking off the panel. You start connecting wires in different orders until oh. finally there's a ping and the door just slides open. The wrong business. <laughs> There we go. And before you is what looks to be a normal interior of a bungalow in uh, Santa Clarita, but there is no furniture here whatsoever. The whole of the floor, uh, the whole of the interior of the house has been gutted. What you find in the middle of the house, uh, where the corresponding of the living room would be, uh, there is. Well, almost seems to be a load-bearing structure now by the, uh, by the look of it, that it could almost hold up the apex of the roof. It's a cylinder with another door that opens up. Your furniture almost looks a bit like a lift shaft. Like an elevator. Yeah. And there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go up. There's just down. There's a, and I have a feeling there's something horrible under the house. You said there's monsters. Now I start to believe you because what is this shit? It's like some top secret government facility. We're in over our heads, I'm telling you. We are in over our heads. I think we need something a little heavier. And I want to run back out to the car and grab uh, my AR-15. Okay, yeah. you're bringing in the heavy equipment. Somebody want the pistol? Yeah, I'll take the pistol. Bring me back something, Vanessa. I, I don't know. You got like just knife a bat or... or something? Yeah, like a knife, a bat, something. I can't but shoot a gun for shit, but you, you had go. a van full of car, full of. Uh, give her a knife. You want the pistol? <laughs> I probably well, I have my own gun, actually. Hmm. Yeah, you probably have a Saturday night special. Yeah. And give Sarah the silencer. Really not that. So you're, uh, you're very quiet. <laughs> I I wouldn't even know what to, you know, what end to do what with. So you you pointed at the bad guy and you pulled the trigger. <laughs> this idea of point is is absurd. No, but I, you I'll, don't I'll, do is scratch your head with. Uh, well, <laughs> you know that's what I. Just stay I, behind I, me. Hold it like this, honey. <laughs> oh, 
That's what I get for having white dice on a white piece of paper. <laughs> I couldn't find it. Um, all right. So um, is there a button for... There is. I'm going to find out what the fuck's going on. So I hit the button. Now, okay. sorry, is it an enclosed elevator or is it like a floor piece that just goes down? That's enclosed. It's okay. a shaft. Okay, so you, you can hear an engine, uh, you can hear a motor whirring, and then after about 10 or 15 seconds, it stops, the door swings open, uh, sort of slides open. And there's just about enough room for four of you to get in there. It's going to be fairly compact. It doesn't look as though this was designed to hold more than comfortably more than two people at a time. You know, whoever has this this kind of stuff has money. And we've managed to get this far. Maybe they'll hire us more money than what the fuck I'm making right now. I got no choice. I got no choice but to do whatever Maurice tells me to do. I imagine you guys are all in the same position. Yep. But it's another right. conversation for another time. All right. And here comes the girl from Ipanema. Because <laughs> that is the only music that ever plays in a lift going down. Pre-installed. Right. In which case, door shuts and you descend. You think probably about 20 or 30 foot down you're going down a fair way and then thump door opens and you look out into a corridor which has various different shades of red it's like this wonderfully plush wallpaper uh nice thick carpet um, the lights are on in the cor um, in the corridor it's very very reminiscent of the room that you saw on the other side of the camera but it's a corridor, it's not a room. It just seems to be this is the decor that's down here. And from down the corridor, you do hear um, a door open and then the sound of footprints, door footprints, footsteps coming towards you. And the female voice that originally Vanessa heard as the, old, the older woman on the phone, you hear coming down uh, the corridor saying, Eve, have you been upstairs? I Does take out a quarter or and I throw it down the hallway and then I go back to Amy. Okay, the, the footsteps stop. Eve, what's up? Oh, yeah. Eve, what's up? I'm, I'm not really in the mood for games. Not, not, you know what time it is? She doesn't come into view. Hey, come down the hall. Uh, I, I, I can barely hear you. If you want to give me an influence other role, see if you can get away with it being... Well, I'll put it down to, um, to you, actually. Do you want to go for influence other to get her to come down the corridor? Or do you want to do act under pressure so that you can uh, make her convince her that you are, in fact, Eve rather than you? Um, I wouldn't expect that I could fool her. So I think the former is make, makes more sense, right? Okay, roll plus charisma. Well, that's a sweet 15. 
Ultimate. Oh, plus one. Speed 16. Okay, in which case, because it has different effects for NPCs and PCs, she does what you ask. And coming into view um, is this, like you said, about maybe late 40s, you think? Um, looks still pretty good. Um, she's kept in shape um, very well. She's dressed in this uh, kind of silk gown, which she's got tied up um, in front, uh, tied up in front of her. A uh, couple of nice plush uh, slippers that she's walking with. Um, she looks into the elevator at that point and then just stops with this look of surprise and horror on her That's face. That's when she loses her kneecap. Oh my oh! god! Oh! Right. Do you, remember, uh, do you remember when you shot the lady with the old lady with the cats? <laughs> Christ. Is right, it the woman have... from the video? No, it's not. Okay. Uh, it's her sweet old mother. Oh my God, we are so dead. <laughs> I, I, I do one job and I do it very well. Just having a look at your advantages. Is, uh, would it be violence or coolness? Well, that's what I was thinking. It depends if you want to use an advantage, then it can be either or. It depends which, which one that you want to use. Common cool. Sat there aiming, waited for her to come around, flipped on the laser and took out the knee. Okay, I would, would use two in the chest and one in the head, but I want to talk to her. Sounds like using Weapon Master, so go ahead and roll. We, we, we knew her name. We just said Monica. <laughs> Seven and a four. Making friends. Eleven plus three. 14. Right. So right? That... sorry for calling this, right? Yes. Or, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that means you are in the middle <laughs> of the band. So uh, we're going to go with maybe do slightly less damage than intended, but it's more that you're after effect of blowing her, uh, blowing a kneecap off. Right. Right. So we're not worried about say damage so much for the moment, but at least for the effect, there is a bang and promptly her kneecap is on the uh, on the wall rather than attached to her leg. Uh, she screams as she goes down like a sack of sev uh, like a sack of body parts, basically. Then with lightning re reflexes, I'm on top of her. Okay, yeah, we won't we won't roll for that because she is not a uh, she's not a combatant in any way, shape, or form. And you're you're stood over her, pointing a gun in her face or any other point of her body you want. Um, she is it. not attempting to attack back. Right in her mouth. Okay, she's got a screaming as she's got a barrel of a gun pointed down. Uh, I down thought you mouth. were going to ask her questions. Well, you guys... <laughs> I, uh, get over here! Stop fucking screaming! Dink! If, no if you chill, Vanessa. If you, you hit her on the head, then she'll go out. She'll be out cold. Oh, you could smack somebody with a gun and not, not knock them out. I'm like... Okay, if, if, if you're, you're pulling your blow. Yeah, so it's you, more you, you like just slap. Shut up, bitch, and slap her with the. Okay, she she just she's crying, but she's not at least screaming anymore. She's just she's trying to look up at you through eyes eyes welling in tears. Now I zip tie her hands together. Okay. How I don't think she's it? going anywhere. Yeah, she's not resisting. You kind of get the impression she's probably, even if she wanted to resist, that she's uh, she's not capable of it. She she is not a fighter. Well, um, ask your questions. 
No. Where's Eve? Looks down the uh, looks down the corridor and tries to gesture with her head. Down that way, second second door on the right. What is all of this? What are you doing here? She kind of looks up towards you. Do you, does it matter if you're just going to kill us anyway? Does it matter who you killed on the way? I haven't killed anyone. Fair enough. Um, what happened to the kids who passed through here? What, what kids who passed through here? So you haven't seen any kids be tortured? Well, we, we, I, I don't torture anyone. Uh, what what are you guilty of? Is, is being a victim guilty these days? That's philosophically. I'm hiding down here for God's sake. I'm, I'm the one that's supposed, that's supposed to be the victim here. Who, uh, who, who's protecting you? Yeah. It's me protecting myself at the moment. Or me protecting me and Eve. From from what? Well, there's a, there's a lot of stuff out there that you need protecting from, I can tell you. Uh, by this point, because uh, uh, replying to a private message, uh, Vanessa is already stalking down the corridor and is heading towards uh, the second door on the right, as was indicated. She's a and... loose cannon. <laughs> there is there is a door there, and it does look even from this side, it does look like the kind of the door that was on the other side um, on the webcam that you saw. I listen. You do. Listen, I, I put my ear to the door. Okay, you, you can hear you can hear noise inside, you can hear someone moving around, and you think that definitely some kind of speech, but it's muffled. It's you reckon the door's probably slightly soundproofed. I look back over my shoulder at the group. I think we're quite disrupted at this point. Uh and dis in disarray. Um, who, who, uh, who do you think is most responsible for the circumstances we, we see right now? Looks at you with this degree of confusion. I don't know what the hell is going on apart from the four strangers just turned up and shot me in the fucking leg. Yeah, that must be very uh, disarming. Um, I should try first aid. Just, just kneeing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, um, you don't have to roll as it's outside of a combat situation, so you just you just do your first aid. Um, you patch her up as best you can, but she's still going to need proper medical attention to get uh, to have her leg pretty much put back together again. Right, and 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 as I'm as as she's like feeling less agonized. I should try some names on her. Have you heard of, um, you know, 
Well, you're Monica, right? Mm -hmm. Or Mona, they used to call me. Mona Lisa. Yeah, parents. Did did ever hear Audrey? Was that, did you ever hear Audrey as a name or? And who's paying you anyway? Well, I, I don't, I don't get paid. I mean, Eve makes the money. I just make, I just invest it properly and make sure that it gives us somewhere safe. Well, that's paid for everything here. What is Eve to you? That's a complicated answer. Your daughter. She's, I suppose on a on a fundamental level, she's a friend. She's a she's a companion. Does she arrange for your financials? Well, she brings in the money. I just put it to put it to good use. I mean, she hasn't got any. She barely even has concept of what to do with it once she's got it. It's not name, what they what they do. Does the name Candy Divine mean anything to you? She kind of pauses for a minute, and then there, there is almost like a, a a look of recognition. She was a. She was a uh, she was a sex star, wasn't she? How or do you a, know a prost her? A, a prostitute, I think. Yeah, how do you know her? Well, I used to work in the porn industry. Well, Candy Divine did porn. She did a lot. She did a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I'm going to walk over to where Vanessa is. Mm -hmm. Yep, nothing stopping you. But yeah, Mona says, "Yeah, I, I used to I used to work in the in the porn industry until, and then she just trails off." Until what? Until my other, until my my boyfriend at the time got got himself killed. What was his name? Uh, Thomas Sinclair. Thomas Sinclair. Hmm. Well, that's a name I know. You've heard that name before? Yes. Who's that? Thomas Sinclair is Brooke Dawson's husband, or was. He was killed. I think you may have got your name switched around. He was the guy that killed Brooke. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. He was, yes, I'm sorry. Um, he was, uh, yeah, he was, he, he controlled prostitution. He was, you know, part of the whole thing in this area. And he was, uh, he was, he was killed. No, sorry, I'm trying to. I'm getting my words all. Uh, so, so what? What should? What he did, killed what Brooke's happened? husband. That's what it is. Sorry. Thomas Sinclair, who was this woman's boyfriend, controlled a pro prostitution all around this area and killed Brooke's husband. We're all working for people we hate. I don't know how to fix that problem. What was that about Brooke? Her husband. Brooke's married? She was. He's dead now. What the fuck? Now, You've heard when, <laughs> while they were having that conversation and Wayne was coming over to me, I wanted to turn over and whisper to Wayne, Wayne, I know you fucking saw, I know you saw something because I did too. 
that bitch on the floor and the bitch in this room are involved with some fucked up shit because you saw that hand come out the screen too. I know you did. We're gonna yeah, get I wish it. you hadn't just shot the old bitch. I mean, what are we gonna do now? We're gonna call up Maurice, put him in the fucking trunk, and have Maurice torture the fuck out of him and do what he wants for killing his daughter. What if Maurice but, is in league with all these people? I don't care, but these bitches are rich, and if you want to get out, I want to take this money and get the fuck out of here. Fuck Maurice and fuck everything. We drop these two off at the at the door, and we fucking abscond with the money, and we get fucking freedom. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There's no way I could get out of here or be free. If I could be free, I would have, huh? I know how to be a burglar. I can get the fuck out of here if I want. I'm dead if I try to get out of here. This is all really fucking fishy. Can, can I gather everyone for just a minute? Well, I think I know what you're going to say. Have we been sent here to kill these people? Look, I don't know. But here, look, I, let me pull out a whiteboard or something because this is really fucking fishy. Monica says... She was in the porn industry until her boyfriend died. Her boyfriend killed Brooke's, hu uh, Brooke's husband in retaliation for Brooke defending the criminal that killed Thomas's brother. And then he went off into the night. He hasn't been heard from since. Now, Monica thinks he's dead. But this is all really far. And then Brooke is the one that calls us all into this to investigate this presumably under Maurice's name, but who knows if Maurice actually asked her to, to gather us to investigate this. Do I have a way to contact Maurice directly? Yes. I've been I, sleeping with her. I uh, <laughs> With who, well, Maurice? No, with, with Brock. With, with Brock. <laughs> I'm going to literally, I got... I'm a, like down on a knee, so I got my gun propped in one hand, and with my cell phone, I'm going to dial Maurice. Okay. Uh, there are a couple of self-basically repeaters that give you signal to get outside, and you dial the number. There's a few moments that pass, and then silence as it gets picked up. Um, you can hear the crackling of a fire uh, burning somewhere in the distance on the other end of the phone, and then the voice which you know is his because you've met him before. She says, yes. Hey, boss, I'm really sorry to call you right now, but do you know what's going on with your daughter? You can hear him take this sharp intake of breath. I'm, I'm aware. I've been briefed. Tell me you've got some, some good news for me. I got one here with a bullet in her knee, zip-tied, and I'm about to take it down the next one. But hold on. And I toss the phone to Layla. Maurice. Yes. I, this, I don't, this is really fishy. I don't like the way this smells. Uh, you know my talent for finding things on people and and being able to track down any information and there is a weird web of lies going on in this entire situation we've tracked people that we suspect are part of what happened to audrey to this address and in this address is a woman who worked with audrey or is familiar with audrey's past uh work experiences and uh -huh. her boyfriend 
killed Brooke's husband. I this is just, it's a this is a weird web. I don't know if Brooke is behind this or what's happened. If this is a revenge. You're talking about Thomas. Yes. Well, I know he's dead. Okay. Right. Where 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 is this going? I don't know. I I wasn't sure if Brooke was behind any of this, if you had any suspicions. Tell them that we're in an underground secret facility in yeah, Santa we Clarita. Need, yeah. We need wet works cleanup. With some people that had access to uh, Audrey's house. Um, because Layla's the one that's speaking to him at this point, uh, you can give me a read-a-person role to see if you can pick up anything that's coming over the phone at this point. Right. So intuition. Great. <laughs> uh, Eleven. Okay, you still get to ask a question, uh, as this is more me prompting you with something that you interpreting what you might hear. You can hear him almost as if he's trying to find the words, but it's something like he's making this kind of sound. He wants to say something, but he can't physically say it. What do you want me to do right now, Maurice? Tell tell me where, tell me where you are. Address. I'll give him the address. I'll be there in half an hour. Keep Great. him on ice. Right, right, right. Maurice is going to be here half an hour, guys. When I know the phone is hung up, mm -hmm. I make sure that it's hung up. Yeah, it's definitely hung up. We need to be careful. He might want to clean all of this up, including us. So we're going to, after we take this bitch out, we're going to meet him up in the woods. We're not going to be down here in this dungeon when he comes to clean up. And with that, I stand up and kick the door. Unless it's a metal door, then I don't do that. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, just a big, ream, it's a big soundproof wooden door. Or I um, shoulder it or whatever I got to do. You you smash it, you barge it in. And you just get inside just as the um, the, cam, the the screen that fills the entire right, uh, left-hand wall goes black. Um, you think there was someone who was uh, basically having logged in and was currently uh, being given a session. Uh, and which there is the same girl that you'd seen previously in this, say, in this black uh, cat suit that's kneeling in front of the in front of the screen that she turns around her hair kind of spinning as she, um, as she does so look looking at you with a degree of surprise and what first almost like outrage so she just who the hell are you <laughs> oh okay you just blam well I'm gonna go for a shoulder okay uh, give me a well, your choice. You can use weapon master or so to use coolness, or you can coolness. Uh, just use violence. Coolness five and six is 11, 12, 13, 14. Okay, so it's the same table. So I think that you are going to do and actually. Can I put one in her shoulder or one in the screen, destroying the screen? Oh, 
Right, that's going to involve you using your lightning fast because I was going to have her escape through it. Um, roll plus violence to see how many edges you get on lightning fast. So that's... Wait, where is that? Uh, it's the one immediately above your weapon master. It's the other advantage you've got. Oh, I see. Ten and a seven. And what would the modifiers be? It's plus violence. Nineteen. Yeah, you are you are up in the fifteen plus. Um, you get three edges. So if you want to cash in one of them for blinding speed, um, that will give you the ability to uh, to put a bullet in her and also a bullet in the in the screen. Perfect. Because um, once you shoot her. She spins around, but the way she spins, it's almost as if basically the top half of her rotates, and she then her arms bend round backwards as she tries to leap forward like like a gazelle straight through the screen, um, like it's just like a wall, it's like an insubstantial wall. But after you've put a bullet through it, um, she ends up going face first straight into broken uh, broken glass. And then falls uh, falls back on the ground. Um, as she falls back, you can see her head basically uh, flops back over and then spins round with this mouth that opens wide. It's just this row of shark-like teeth. Um, you can give me a keep it together roll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eight and a one, nine, and I have minuses, right? Uh, it depends on how far down the tree you are. I'm uh, shaking. Uh, you're a minus one to keep it together, yes. So, an so, eight. so add your willpower and then minus one. Willpower is a flat zero, so eight. Yeah, this this scares the shit out of you. you. This is something that you are you are confronted by something that is evidently not human, and this thing is like a shark, like a predator that's not only on land, is right in front of you and now turning its attention to try and basically bite its way through you to get out of the uh, get out of this uh, this place intact. So I take um, one or two. Well, it's, there's a series of options here that I, as the uh, I, as the GM, can throw uh, can throw at you. I'm going to go with this is definitely on the um, on par with suffer emotional trauma. So minus two. Oh. Now I'm at uh, neurotic. And yep, this thing is bounding on forward towards you. Um, the others, of course, hear the gunshot go off, and then all of a sudden this, well, two gunshots, and then all of a sudden this kind of roar and pounding across the floor inside the room. What do you do? Oh, oh I, I sent you a message. I'm, I'm heading for the elevator. I'm getting, there's too many bullets flying. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of here. Right, that's that sounds that, like uh, what that was Vanessa's doing as well. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna kill us all. Cover this up. So yeah, I'm heading okay. straight. Um, so I take the nod is also from Layla. You're heading to the elevator as well. Then? Yes, yes, I am. I just have it. I brought a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> quite, quite literally in this case. And Sarah, uh, uh, fleeing is the only rational response. I mean, I haven't, I can't even see any of this. I'm just bolting You're hearing from, it yeah. from sound. Go back! 
you've got the choice of running deeper into because this corridor goes both ways you can either run down the other end of the corridor to go deeper into wherever this place is or you can go um, into the elevator behind you or you can run towards it which of those options would you like to employ um i think I, I I wonder how clear I am about those choices. Like, can I tell what direction these things are coming from? Yeah, you, you can hear it. It's loud enough. And you can see uh, particularly Vanessa now kind of recoiling back from the door that she just shot into. Yes. All right. I, I flee from shrieking places then, for sure. Okay. So your, your options, you want to dive into the elevator or do you want to run deeper into the into whatever this complex is that's down here. Oh, I see, I see. Um, let's do the elevator. Okay, so all three of you in the uh, nice confined space. Yeah, and as soon as we're in there, I'm gonna be like, so Sarah, you're gonna write about this in your journal? <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get cancer from your stupid smoky stick. I'm hitting the button to go up. You're, you're frantically pushing the thing, and the, the door almost seems to be moving slower in your panic, thinking, is it actually coming together slower, or is it just you're processing everything at two to the dozen? At this point, uh, you can hear that something definitely lands in the vicinity of Vanessa down the corridor. So, Vanessa, would you like to give me an avoid harm roll? Sure. So this is roll plus reflexes. Or... Uh, you've depend. You've got uh, seventeen on your lightning fast, didn't you? Yeah. Can I just um, use one of those points? You can use one. You can use one of the edges to dodge an attack. Yes. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. You roll out of the way, and this thing jumps down in front of you, and the, uh, its jaws snap shut like a vice and tear a, pa uh, a large part of the carpet that's about that big, just this circle out as it's got riding back with this uh, red carpet stuck between its teeth. What do you do? This thing is pretty much right next to you. It isn't right next to you, having bit out the floor. I would like to use my weapon mastery, two, uh, two in the chest and one in the head. Okay, that is a pretty horrible thing if it goes off. Roll plus coolness. Nine and a seven. 16 plus three for coolness, 19, right? Yep, that's it. So you cross off two ammo, which of a gun like that, that will be, but you still got at least one more time you can uh, use that. Uh, you pump uh, bullets into this thing and it rolls over. I mean, this, this should kill a person twice over with that kind of damage that it does. And it's not dead, but it's severely messed up. And you you know a wounded animal when you see it, and this thing is wounded. It just kind of twitches and writhes on the floor. And it almost almost tries to curl up in a ball and whimper. Can I put it out of its misery? Right, you you raise the you raise the gun to make the uh, to make the coup de gras, and. Monica down the corridor, just uh, just you can hear her calling to you, saying, "No, don't do that. Leave her alone." Shut the fuck up 
and then I pull the trigger. I won't make you roll for it. Um, you you blow its head clean off. Um, it's only then you realize that this thing has been leaking this kind of green substance out from inside of it that is definitely not blood. Well, not blood that you know anyway. But then it just goes limp. It twitches, and as it writhes and finally goes still, it reverts to almost like you think a werewolf um, in the films would do, that it reverts back to its original form. And there's just this humanoid, almost grey alien-like thing with this distorted head, but otherwise this graceful, slim body that is now just lying very, very dead in front of you. I have to take pictures of this. Make with the clickety-clickety-click. And before they're going up in the elevator, I want to search the room for any thumb drives or bank accounts on it, or... Oh, there's there's yeah. there's nothing in there because that's the room that you well, uh, saw on the other side of the camera. But you will, if you're searching down there, you will find that uh, that room eventually, where there is plenty of computers. There's plenty of information about their finances, and the fact that they have a lot of money. Uh, the fact they recently got a twenty million dollar transaction come their way from uh, from Audrey for the money that she uh, made selling effectively remortgaging the house. That was just one of several such transactions that came her way. Mm. And yeah, you, Monica, that you leave down in the corridor, um, she just ends up eventually crawling her way over to the body on the floor. I don't even let her get in. It's once she gets to the door, I'll stop her. Unless it happens when I'm in another room. Okay, yeah, she, as you're searching around, she's then slowly crawling forwards. Um, or, she, or when you eventually get back to her, all you, you do is you find her sobbing, holding the body in her arms. What the fuck was that? She kind of looks up again with, with tearful eyes, but somewhat a hateful glare. It was just a poor libeth, you, you blood, you goddamn bitch. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> and we knock her back and she just descends into, she just descends into tears. How many Upstairs? fucking children did she kill? How many? How many fucking lives did she? And I, boom, and I fucking punched this bitch really hard. How many fucking kids? Uh, she, her nose is broken at this point yeah. as, you're, uh, as you're smacking her. She, she doesn't laugh, but she just got spits and uh, tries to speak through a, a blood-filled mouth. Says, we didn't kill anyone. We were trying to awaken them, you stupid dumb fuck. Enjoy your last couple breaths on this fucking earth. And I kick her again and I I go towards the elevator. Okay. And I, I tie her fucking feet and pull her away from the body so she can't touch it. Yeah, she can't even wiggle at this point. Right, um, upstairs, because that that'll take a little while down there. Now, you get to the ele- you get to the ground floor, presumably you're heading outside. Get the oh, yeah, out yeah, of here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you you get outside. Are you waiting for the half hour for Maurice, or are you basically calling it quits and just getting the hell out of there? I'm moving to Peru. <laughs> <laughs> I hear there's this wonderful place there near Lake Titicaca that's good to visit this time of year. Um, Layla, day. 
I don't okay, I don't like... want to be on the wrong side of Maurice in this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Sarah? We, uh, we have to we're they're gonna sort of come down on us at some point, right? And ask us questions. Just wanna arrange uh, a story we can tell. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So, but you're you're staying while you think about that. Yeah. Okay. And we could try to compel them to stay to discuss this too. Well, I think we can probably head towards uh, towards a wrap up here then, and well, we'll see how. Uh, I wanted how to show them the pictures. Look, <laughs> well, you... no one is I going to believe us, Vanessa. No one will believe us. Keep the pictures to yourself. Post them on the internet or something, but we need, Sarah's right. We need to get a story straight that makes sense because if we come at Maurice with some fucking monsters. The body is down there. Maurice is going to see it firsthand. Clean it all up, man. Just clean it all up. That's going to hurt no matter what. So I uh, start walking and I look over my shoulder and I bump Layla a little bit and I go, care for a smoke? Yeah, fine. Let's go. What do you know about uh, moving digital money around? I know a thing or two. You know, uh, how, pay, pay me a, a professional fee and we can work something out. How's the Bahamas sound? Sounds beautiful this time of year. And I just show you a little flash of the picture off of the computer I took of zeros going across the screen. I think we can make something work. Should we let Sarah in or no? Or is she going to write about it? No, Sarah's smart. She knows no one's going to believe this shit. I think she's right. I think we need to come up with a story and then get lost. Like... Talk to Maurice, I don't know, figure something out and then get the hell out of here. Even if it means burying that monster and telling Maurice that it's just the woman you shot up in there, fine. No, no, no. let Maurice see that shit. Fuck it. It'll keep him distracted while we uh, get new passports. Hey, Sarah, how do you like uh, the Bahamas this time of year? And uh, I walk over and put my arm around her. I, you know, I I like change. Where are we where are we gonna tell Maurice, Sarah? You're you're the you're the creative the writer. What are we gonna tell him? Uh I think we're gonna there's I think we have to arrange a fucking huge fire in there, don't we? How do we draw the line between this and Audrey? That's the other thing. Like what what do we tell him that the, the how how do you explain that this was responsible for Audrey? I mean, once he takes a look at that fucking mouth, what's left of it, he's not going to, I mean, how can you deny the dead body of a fucking alien or a demon? Or maybe we just let him go down there and see it for himself. Yeah. Like, no comment. Let him figure it figure it out. I don't know. Uh, the thing is that if we let him explore it himself and we don't have to worry about him ever again you think so he's not gonna come back from that perhaps all right right but we're but you know he's gonna have uh, people who 
punish us maybe for him getting killed. Wayne said something about Peru. Sounds nice. Bahamas, Peru, somewhere not here. Costa Rica. <laughs> well, then are we getting out of here, Sarah? Are we waiting for Maurice or are we just leaving? If either way we're in the shit, why stick around? No, I, we're, we're fleeing, right? Everyone's done. I guess so. In that yeah, space. I don't know. I if, if, if we're gonna if we're gonna get screwed over, even if we're still here, I just say we leave. I text those photos to Maurice, and hopefully we walk off into the sunset. We'll fly off into the sunset. Well, this comes down to <laughs> yeah. It's oh, not four a.m. anymore. <laughs> Um, we'll put this down then to the last roll will be for Layla for your hacker uh, advantage. <laughs> Can you get that money transfer to go through? Let's see. Oh, if I don't take away my card. Uh, no, if you transfer all that money, he's going to be able to find you. 10. Okay, so complications arise. So you leave traces because you, you're doing this, you're doing this quick. Mm -hmm. And that you're doing, you're doing it quick, and you're doing it dirty. So you end up disseminating money to the to the group, so that they can then take their multi multiple millions of dollars, and then run off to start a new life. But maybe for the weeks, maybe for the months, maybe for the years that pass afterwards, money can't buy you happiness. But as a, as a great man once said, it can sure buy you a better class of misery. That. You're always looking over your shoulder, wondering, is anyone going to follow that trail and follow me to my lovely island in the Bahamas? Wondering when you're walking down the street, is there someone there that's from uh, someone that's connected with Maurice? Is someone going to be coming after you at some point? But that's an answer. That's a question for another time. And we will bring the curtain down on that. The red curtain. Indeed. <laughs> all right. So, any Let's, questions? Yeah. How does it all connect? Yeah. What, what actually oh. happened to Audrey and her family? Right. Uh, for for the listeners, uh, the pregens for uh, for this game have quite a lot of backstory, um, and they all tie in in various ways. They all have a little bit of a snapshot of what's going on here. Um, Layla gave away quite a bit. Uh, when she was saying about how uh, Brooke seemed to be connected with everything that was going on. Um, Brooke is effectively the bad, uh, the, uh, if you were to put a label of bad guy in there, she is actually the worst of all of them. Um, it all starts with a cycle of revenge that connects the, the two Sinclair brothers, Peter and Thomas, and two uh, work for, uh, basically work for contract uh, killers, Henry Foreman and Simon Foreman, who were both disciples of Samael, uh, the death angel of revenge and vengeance. And that they, one, one had basically been killed, the other took revenge, which is what landed Henry in, uh, effectively in jail. Brooke was then hired as his defense attorney, but Sinclair killed, uh, put a hit out on Brooke's husband as basically a way to say, no, you, you, you just let this thing drop. This, this little shit who killed my brother is going to go to the chair. Brooke turned to Henry and basically asked for help. What the hell do I do? And 
he let her in on the secret that yeah there are these there are these things out there referred to as death angels there are archons there are higher powers that you can call upon that can enact specifically in this case vengeance for you and what she was given was the ability to call forth an angel uh formerly of hod uh, one of the archons that after the fall there's a lot of metaplot in cult uh where it goes into the the interactions between the major players in the game and one of these angels had gone to Samael and was called by Brooke. That angel is Morris Ackerman, which is why he has no backstory when you go beyond a certain point, uh, as I believe Layla was uh, digging into his history and realised that he just suddenly appeared a few years in the past. That was when he was called to Elysium and that he had then had to have part of the illusion craft itself around him to give him um, this illusion of being human. And the reason why Brooke paid Audrey a lot of money to become his daughter so that he had a more credible backstory uh, uh, because otherwise the angel doesn't have about uh, doesn't have any offspring really right. in, in elysium so morris kills thomas and then decides uh, with basically under brooks control says you're going to set up a criminal network and bring together all these disparate bits of the la underground that you've just knocked a big hole in and take over uh, audrey really didn't like the, um, she loved. She liked the fact that she got paid an exorbitant amount of money to begin with, to um, to basically become a new person, but realised that she didn't really love the guy that she'd been forced to marry. She didn't like. She didn't want kids ever, and then was forced to have two of them. So she had no love for the kids. She had no love for the husband. She eventually started to get more more daring and decided to go looking online for anyone that connected with her past, um, anyone that she could try and maybe even start an affair with online and stumbled across the Libith. Um, Eve Attraction is a creature that's referred to in the rules as a Libith. That they're effectively sex um, hooks. They were, they were created to uh, lure in humanity and they are one, one of the many creatures under the law of passion. Uh, Monica was dating Thomas uh, she was a passion magician way back in the day and was that close to awakening uh, by the uh, by the love that she had with Thomas. The fact the sex they had together was opening her consciousness and re uh, showing her back her lost divinity. And then, of course, Morris comes on and kills Thomas and she's devastated. She's lost her soulmate. She's lost the ability, as far as she can see, to awaken. And she goes out on a, um, a quest, but goes out trying to look for something to fill that void in her life. And because she is a passion magician, is attracted to Eva. They have an arrangement that she basically goes online and performs uh, financial domination on people so they can get a shed load of money without having to do any work. And they build this place so they can hide both of them. Uh, what happened with Audrey was that she was promised uh, through the, constant, uh, the large amounts of money that she was feeding the creature that I can send you uh, material that I can show you uh, the real truth. I can show you emotion and feelings that you've never, ever had. And she fell for it. I mean, she gave up all of her possessions. She gave up all of the money. She remortgaged the house. She did everything. She sold it all off under her husband's nose. And the last little vial of tablets that came through um, were effectively excrement uh, from the Libeth. The, there were little pills that she swallowed, but they have a, halluc a hallucinogenic effect. And they opened up the entirety of the universe to her. Um, her soul started to fly through the various dream worlds. It started to see reality as it really was, but she didn't have the strength to go all the way and she couldn't fully awaken. Uh, when she comes down off her high, she's desperate to get more and then throws the rest of the pills down her throat. Um, when, when the pills had come uh, to her, uh, 
that was her sign that saying, right, I'm now ready to leave this world behind. And she just killed the kids and the husband that she'd never loved anyway. And this was her moment where she thought she could escape, but she overdosed on the pills because she took too many and died. Wow. But of course, as far as, the, as far as the Libeth is concerned, it's just a paying customer. And once she's taken the pill, that's that's it. Their, their contract is at an end. She just moves on to the next person. Wow. Our players included David Gasway, Jason Melichok, Holly Buto, and myself with Matthew Sanderson as Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up a private game and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a rich listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows, free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The cost involved with the short provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help, if you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another deadly and disturbing role-playing session. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>